0: Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we are always DTF, and you should be too.
1: (laughs) Once again, please email us at dtfpod at gmail.com if you have any content suggestions or comments. We would love to hear from you.
0: I'm your host, Steven.
1: And I'm your co-host, Jessica.
0: And we've got some big news this week.
1: That's true. So I have a big interview coming up because I'm up for a big promotion at work, which is pretty exciting. That's my big news.
0: That's that's the big news you thought we had for this week?
1: Yeah. What's What did you have?
0: Galactic big news apparently. I see. The Star Wars trailer for episode 9 was tonight. Oh, yeah. Remember we were going to delay the episode recording because there was a trailer to watch?
1: Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense.
0: Wait, are you getting a promotion in the First Order?
1: Uh, I don't think so. So you don't know? I guess I didn't explicitly ask that?
0: Were they like, hey, we'd like to give you a promotion with the First Order? No. Okay, you're probably safe.
1: Okay, that's good. For now. But, I mean, that's a pretty important interview question. I should definitely remember that.
0: That's true. So you're not going to be a stormtrooper, as far as you know?
1: As far as I know. That's
0: good, because you might miss the interview. (laughs) It's a common thing with stormtroopers to miss. Yeah. (laughs) So hopefully you're you're going in to be a Jedi. Wait, no, it doesn't work well for them either, does it?
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody comes out like unscathed.
0: Yeah, have a lot of emotional baggage and shit from the job.
1: Yeah, hopefully it's just completely unrelated to this franchise.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay, well maybe maybe you're getting promoted to a mutant, for Marvel.
1: Maybe I guess we'll see.
0: I mean, there there's gonna be a lot of openings for for them yeah. at some point. That's true. Do you regenerate health well?
1: <laughs> Not that I know of.
0: Okay, so you couldn't be Wolverine. Take off your glasses. Okay, you didn't send me with lasers.
1: Yeah, you didn't die.
0: Okay, all right. So Cyclops is out.
1: Spoilers! Now everybody knows I wear glasses
0: and that you don't have mutant powers. (laughs) Well, as exciting as your possible promotion is, that is not why we're here to record this week's episode.
1: Oh, well, that's good to know.
0: But I'm proud of you. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And because you apparently have an interview coming up, we should definitely practice for your interview. Oh, yeah? So I have a few questions I think that I can ask you to give you some practice and be prepared for your interview.
1: Like right now?
0: Not right now, later. Oh,
1: okay. Got it.
0: Right now we got to talk about the big news.
1: Okay, yeah. That's the, was, the other
0: big news apparently. Like,
1: people are like screaming. The and-
0: slightly and- big news because I guess yours is bigger news.
1: Eh.
0: <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Star Wars trailer for episode 9 that was released with Monday Night Football.
1: Great. Can't wait.
0: Because a Star Wars fanboys are hanging out watching the nfl
1: that makes sense yeah they're all like yeah i can't wait to not watch football for a minute so i can watch the trailer to star wars
0: so that's what we did right we postponed and we're ready to talk about star wars episode nine the final trailer which i guess we have what like two months
1: yeah it's like december 20th or something right so
0: i'm good with this being the last of our trailers because I wasn't too thrilled with what we had. Yeah. But this one might change my mind. Yeah. So why don't we uh, dig right into that? Okay. So, why don't you start off?
1: Um, I think that it was good. I feel like um, I maybe, uh, just as a side note, everybody remember I missed out on the whole childhood of watching cool stuff like this. So I don't have as much nostalgia related to Star Wars than, as a lot of people do. I had I have enjoyed the movies that I've seen with you. I think it's all of them at this point, um, but I don't have like the like raging nostalgia situation. So to me, it was just like, yeah, that's cool. It's an action trailer, space movie, whatever. Like I always say I understand who the characters are and like I enjoy the yeah, stories. Yeah, I mean, they're very but
0: iconic characters.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like there was not a lot of mind blowing material that I didn't expect from a trailer for this movie. In my opinion,
0: okay, so it just felt like Star Wars. Nothing yeah, stood like, out to yep, you. That's it was just a Star, Star Wars, Wars trailer. Cool. Okay. okay. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my nostalgia was basically just the prequels because I was a child when those came out, obviously. So, okay. I mean, I, I enjoy the franchise mm-hmm. as far as movies, video games, stuff like that, but like, I'm not hardcore. I don't know like the lore, like, mm-hmm. back to front. I just enjoy it. Um, so I could I could see why it was just kind of like Star Wars to you. Like, I, I could see that just being...
1: One thing that stood out to me was the creatures that they're, like, riding. They look like they're some kind of cross between a pony and, a, like, a mammoth. I don't know. <laughs> the In that scene where they're riding these, like, horse-like items. Yeah, space horses. Space horses, yeah. So they they looked like they could be pretty cute, so I'm excited yeah. to see those. Cute,
0: okay. Yeah. I mean, they already had space horses in the last movie. Those
1: didn't look like horses.
0: I thought they were horses. They were in like a space horse stable, so
1: Well maybe I'm thinking of a different item. Different creature. Anyway. Uh that was one thing I was like, Oh cool, I can't wait to see more of those. They look like they legitimately were ponies. Okay, so used.
0: you're into the idea of the creatures. Yes, the
1: creatures are always a really good part. Exploring of those movies, the, for the me. different
0: races and species and all yes, that. Yes, definitely. Okay. Well, they had like a very broad landscaping for this trailer. Mm-hmm. It seemed like there's gonna be multiple a lot of locations. Places. So I know you said you didn't have the nostalgia feel, but I definitely did. For I felt like this trailer really reflected a lot of episode five and six. So okay, uh, The *Empire Strikes Back* mm-hmm. and *Return of the Jedi*. Okay, uh, they got a lot of ice worlds, which mm-hmm. was very *Empire Strikes Back*. Even like the the tone of like the scenes that they showed in those. Uh, then you had very colorful vegetation planets where it looked very return of the jedi okay so i kind of got those vibes uh i think in the very first scene you see ray drop a helmet as she's walking mm-hmm. or running through a the forest that kind of reminded me of like the speeder bike helmets from i believe it was return of the king, was, <laughs> return, <laughs> of the the king. <laughs> return of the jedi return of the jedi they just thought using the same words in all of these <laughs> franchises
1: yeah yeah it's true <laughs> do uh you want me to talk about cause i only have like two really like plot related things that i had that i wanted to talk about but if you do, you want me to have you go first or should i do mine since i probably have less
0: uh yeah you can go for it okay. um, mine are basically just more highlights for what we watched. not really so much anything in depth just kind of like what i think i'm seeing and yeah. kind of what i'm hoping for i guess so yeah
1: mine's the same pretty much but i only have okay. two so, yeah go for it uh I think you have the same kind of comment, possibly, on this one. But um, I think they're baiting us into believing that Ray and Kylo are against each other. But I think they're actually working together. Because they kind of set it up like they're enemies. Because clearly they're on the opposite sides. They're frenemies. Yeah, they're frenemies. <laughs> so um, I think that it looks... It, to me, it looks like they're actually working together.
0: And do you think it's uh, willingly? Or do you think they are forced to work together because of... Uh, Yeah, I thought that in my head. I was like, (laughs) proud of myself, but I'm not gonna say it.
1: (laughs) By some kind of necessity. Yeah, like is there is
0: there enemy of my enemy situation, which I kind of think there's a big hint at that. Yeah, but um, or do you think it's just more so they legitly just don't want to be enemies themselves?
1: I feel like it's a little bit of both. I feel like there's definitely gonna be a a greater enemy situation that causes them to, like, struggle independently, and then they're gonna, like... I mean,
0: like, let's start out there. Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Right? We know he's the villain yeah. of the movie.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: How big of an impact he had throughout the last two movies, we have no idea. But right. this is either gonna be retconning because of the controversial second movie of mm-hmm. this trilogy, or it's going to be this was the plan all along, and... Mm-hmm they'll work it in somehow why he was the mastermind who knows but right. uh safe to say palpatine is the enemy since right. they keep throwing him everywhere in these trailers
1: definitely um i so i think in in person in, with respect to that they kind of struggle independently and then realize they are not going to be able to succeed on their own and so like begrudgingly decide to work kind of together but not all the way like they're obviously still like mentally bonded in some way but they clearly both struggle with that as well so um i think that's that seems like that's what's gonna happen
0: yeah they they have that bond that they they you know there's a scene that they keep flashing in this mm-hmm. trailer where it looks like they're battling on like a debris of a, a death star
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's like the ocean whatever and they're basically on mechanical land of like the death, death star debris, debris yeah. yeah so uh it kind of seems like they were like I get the vibe they were drawn to each other in this location and I think this is probably where they start fighting but then
2: Realized. turn to
0: yeah. to join each other for whatever cause it, it might have. Because I think this might be near the end where they're coming across the antagonist which right. we believe to be Palpatine.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Uh,
0: but like so we... There's like another scene too though where they're they look like... At first it looks it's very quick shot. It looks like they're dueling with their lightsabers right and then they hit this statue looking thing Mm -hmm. but i rewound that and it tried it in slow motion and it doesn't even look like they're fighting it looks like they are working together kind of as we've been saying Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it looks like they they both swing at at the statue thing which in my mind looks very much like uh darth vader like his burned body or just his melted suit something yeah like we know that kylo has had his helmet mm-hmm. you know yeah. at, at least from the first movie he was like talking to it like yeah. guidance from from his grandfather mm-hmm. anakin skywalker aka darth Vader. so what? Well, yeah i uh, have spoilers <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen episode one through eight <laughs> i apologize
1: who knew
0: probably should be watching this trailer though <laughs> lesson learned Uh, So, I think that they are, for whatever reason, destroying this either statue or the...
1: Carcass? (laughs) Melted (laughs) carcass
0: body thing of...
1: Yeah, something. Of Darth Vader. Something Um, weird like that, yeah.
0: And it could be as simple as she's helping him overcome his draw to the dark side, or it could be... Uh, that is like a vessel or uh, what do they call it in Harry Potter
1: a horcrux
0: a horcrux yeah. it could be that <laughs> kind of entity yeah. uh, within this universe for yeah. for like holding palpatine's spirit or something maybe maybe that's how he comes back it's okay yeah he's Imparted
1: i mean there, there's parts. been i
0: I don't know a lot about the lore but I know there are things in the lore about how he potentially had cloned bodies or Created mm-hmm. vessels that he could cheat death essentially and keep coming back or something so like, like that. Like
1: carbon made, or what's it called? Uh, altered, so like altered carbon. Y-
0: yeah, yeah, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. Not really so much a chip though. Yeah. whatever. <laughs> but like he, so he, it could be something like that where he's coming back. Uh, and there's like a line I think he says uh, throughout the trailer. It's uh, something along the lines of "You guys, the, the two of you coming together will be your downfall." That's not word for word, but that was the the basic line was implying that whatever draws them to each other is going to cause their downfall, Mm -hmm. which I'm taking that as, for whatever reason, they need to be brought together to probably raise him. Yeah. Most likely unwillingly. Yeah. Or...
1: That. You know. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Obliviously, they don't know they're doing it.
1: Yeah, that could definitely be where they're going with that.
0: Uh, and then like kind of at the end of the trailer, you kind of see where it looks like they are in a position where he just shows up. Yeah. And He's I like, think surprise. it's like it, it looked like it's probably after that stuff where they're at the 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 backdrop of the Death Star. Right. And maybe you know who knows? Maybe the whole idea is of that that line is maybe their their cruxes of themselves of him. Yeah. I know. Kylo is Han Solo and Leia's son, but uh, what if like the whole tie-in could be like when Luke saw him in his sleep and he was scared of what he saw and he was like coming to the dark side? Maybe that was Palpatine possessing him. Mm. Maybe that was him creating him as a Horcrux.
1: Yeah, that's possible.
0: Um, I None mean, of these are all just ideas yeah. that I've had just based off the trailer. Yeah. And- Nothing more. Got a lot of ideas already. Well, it was two and a half <laughs> minutes, so <laughs>
1: uh do you wanna do you have me to talk about my other the scene the other scene I was interested in or are we not oh, done with Oh this? yeah, sorry, yeah. no, go
0: ahead. Oh. I've just been talking. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh so the C three PO situation.
0: Okay, yeah, I had something about that. Yeah. What do you got?
1: Um I feel like it's bullshit. I don't think it's that easy. I okay. feel like there's gonna be an out for him. So you
0: think it's like misdirect? Yeah. Okay. Like I in think, what sense?
1: I think maybe he, he maybe he will sacrifice himself. Which is clearly how they're setting it up. But okay. at least that's what it looks like to me. But then something will happen and he will be saved, but someone else is gonna die. Because they wouldn't give it to us that easy in a trailer, right? I don't I wouldn't think it's, so.
0: It's Disney. They like to put the twists in the trailers and then let just done. the twist is It was a, a twist. twist. Yeah, like
1: <laughs> inside a Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah I kinda had that same natural reaction with that scene was... I, what does he say? Uh, um... I have it here somewhere. He says... See
1: my friend
0: Because uh, Poe asked him, like, what What are you doing? Yeah. Looks like he's being repaired by some little creature...
1: Yeah, he's got, like, a cable hooked up to his fucking head. Yeah, so... Death.
0: He must have gotten damaged of some sort Yeah, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Lost his sight, it seems, because he says... You know, Poe asks him, like, what are you doing? C-3PO says taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Yeah. So that kind of suggests that somebody's not going to make it. Or at yeah. least they,
1: they feel like somebody's yeah. going to
0: either die or, or something's going to happen. Or yeah.
1: Rocket comes and takes his eyes.
0: Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Rocket. Ultimate we'll crossover. Maybe. Yeah. Rocket <laughs> asked how much for the eyes and he said they're not for sale. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get, I'm gonna those, get eyes. those eyes. Yeah. <laughs> And you just see Rocket in the background <laughs> Gleaming Creeping, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's why he said it to Poe Yep <laughs> I think we figured it out We don't even have to see this movie
1: Solved Yeah <laughs>
0: Uh So yeah, I think you're kind of on the right track It's I think probably he's planning to sacrifice himself For the greater good mm-hmm. Um For whatever reason I don't know But uh as long as they explain how he got that red arm, in the second movie, yeah, it was an arm, right? I think so. It was either an arm or a leg.
1: I think it was
0: an arm. It was an arm too. Yeah,
1: it's a pretty big difference. Again, maybe Rocket. I maybe Rocket. <laughs> maybe Rocket took maybe it. Maybe Rocket took yeah. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then in the next trilogy, he's like rebuilt with the Winter Soldier's arm.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Do it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I. So I think he's got he's got a plan to either sacrifice himself or he knows that the mathematical chances of them beating this situation is is not likely
1: okay
0: yeah um, that seems right so yeah that was a good pick um
1: I know you have a lot more thoughts on this trailer than I do so yeah. have at it well again,
0: it was two and a half minutes and
1: yeah <laughs> and I had two and a half thoughts so <laughs>
0: uh I mean we yeah, I, mean, I We already went over this kind of a little bit, but the it was a very climatic scene with Ray and Kylo dueling on the decayed Death Star crash site. Yeah, um, that's true.
1: So like, yeah, I feel
0: true. like that's probably going to be like a mid-movie high point,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and then they'll probably have to work together for whatever reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's see. You already... Brought the space horses. I thought that was exciting because I know you like oh, horses. You commented
1: on the space horses yeah. too, independently it, it's of me.
0: Even in capital letters, space horses. <laughs> on top of the enemy battleship, which looked like it was a star destroyer. Yeah. Which is another part. So later, I think it's near the end that you see like a. It looks like a star destroyer rising from what looks like ice mm-hmm. which makes sense because they look like they're in an ice planet
1: yeah those space are the furry uh, where it's stuff. all
0: crashed and all that stuff so i'm thinking this is probably where palpatine is hiding or his his
1: base of operation, resurrection
0: location yeah. is yeah um and so like that's probably what that is after he's come back that's probably his ship that was in hiding coming out mm-hmm. so i feel like that's gonna make a pretty big scene that, cause, I mean, yeah, it's and, and, very and again, dramatic, you see I'm like, sure. you see like pretty much every spaceship that's ever been invented in Star Wars, all in this huge,
1: yeah, at this point it seems like they're showing uh,
0: <laughs> So yeah. I think, oh, and, and another part of that I noticed, so there's a spaceship that looks like this one in that cartoon I watched, uh, Star Wars Rebels, mm-hmm. Ghost is the name of the ship. Okay. I think it's just like a nickname. Mm-hmm. Um, But it looks just like that one. So it's either just, like, a nod that's just, you know, mm-hmm. a type of ship in the, the universe, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Or uh, if the math works for the timing of that show and this stuff, then it's possible it could be Tied in. a tie-in to those yeah. characters in this cool. universe. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff they did in that show that, uh, well, I mean, a big tie-in actually would be the Horcrux situation. Because uh, there was stuff like that in the show with Darth Maul. Okay. Trying to uh, find something, and so I mean now I'm talking out loud. I'm getting more excited that this is a that I'm solving the plot plot. mystery of this this movie. So I hope you did. Yeah, and I'm spoiling it for everybody as we're talking. (laughs) Uh, So I think that that would be really cool if they brought those characters in, especially with you have the Mandalorian show coming out.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: Uh, They have a character of that background from the cartoon
1: mm-hmm.
0: who she you know, she's like this like cool badass she ends up being like the leader of one of the the clans is this uh, the
1: the the blue like tail head person
0: yeah i believe so what is that she person? has like the spray paint armor and all yeah. that yeah yeah okay the jetpack. yeah she looks just like boba fett but like fortnite ish oh okay okay <laughs> yeah very uh
1: gross yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, so, uh, she, yeah, she, so, you know, she would be a cool character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asuka is...
1: Oh, I think that's who I was thinking of.
0: Oh, you're, okay, the orange is she skin. Not,
1: oh, she's not, oh, but her tailhead thing is blue, right? It's like
0: blue and white stripes. Blue and
1: white stripes, okay, yes, Okay, that's so who you I were talking about a completely different oh, character. Yes, I was, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I think the <laughs> hair color is...
1: Is blue. ...blue or something, oh, okay. if I'm
0: correct on got that. Got it, got it. Uh she's like a fan favorite character and I yeah. would love to see her brought into the live action yeah. Star Wars movies because they could do a real good amount with her. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, like these are just basically my hopes and dreams yeah, for life. But, uh, so those are just kind of things I noticed. Uh, Finn looks very much like he's resembling Han Solo the way he's dressed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the opposite, but because yeah. he's got the black shirt and then like yeah. the the lighter toned vest. Yeah. Versus yeah. Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then uh, there was another scene where they show. Actually, I think it's the scene where they're destroying the statue looking thing of Darth Vader. It looks like it's kind of like a Empire ship, but like opposite colors. It's white instead of black, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah, we're seeing all that, right? I just said about the Han Solo outfit mm-hmm. being very opposites. inverse. So you've seen that a lot in this trailer. So I believe this might be like I don't know. It kind of resembled to me the inside of the buildings uh, for episode two, the Attack of the Clones, where they were cloning the mm-hmm. the soldiers for the oh. that became the storm the stormtroopers at some point. Right. The clone troopers at the time. Yeah. Uh, it kind of resembled the, the hallways of that to me a little bit, but that's probably just wishful thinking, mm-hmm. just based off what I've remembered from those movies just trying to tie it all together you know but one thing that probably dragged me in the most with this is the uh the score to this trailer it yeah it, i mean it's first half was kind of like this really dramatic melody you know very like slow and kind of kind of draws you in mm-hmm. um but then like when it i think it's like literally the part it starts as it says like this christmas or something
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's like the you know like pop in, like, the lines or whatever between the shots. And that's when the music starts. And it's, you know, that traditional Star Wars music that you know. Yeah. But it's so damn dramatic. Yeah. And, like, it just really got me. You're I, I loved how <laughs> how much emotion it, like, drew from me. Yeah. I literally got goosebumps oh, yeah. watching this trailer the first time. And then every time after that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So okay. I... And I mean, we literally just spent I think last episode saying how like, we're just kind of like, yeah, it's Star Wars. Yeah. We watch them, but that's as far as we go. Like,
2: yeah.
0: I had not been that excited about this movie. Mm-hmm. I literally didn't even care to watch the trailers the last few times, and then we saw this one, and I'm, I'm on board. Like, yeah. I'm really excited. Well, that's good. You know, I got my inverted Han Solo suit on. <laughs> I'm on my space horse. Yeah. And I'm galloping to the theater okay. on top of a Death Star. Okay. Debris. I'll, and... I'll
1: meet you there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to drive.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean, you won't look that cool, that's but... That's
1: true. I guess I won't.
0: Hopefully they let me in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's basically all I have for yeah. this. Um, just It's kind of like a big thing right now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's the end of the Skywalker saga, which is like a big fucking deal Mm -hmm. for this franchise. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd put it, I might be dipping my toes in in the wrong water uh, to say this. but (laughs) Turns out it's acid. Yeah. (laughs) Where'd my toe go? (laughs) I didn't even feel it. Uh, I don't know if I would say this is as big to me as the ending for uh, the Infinity Saga for the Marvel movies. I know Star Wars is a bigger franchise yeah. over a long period of time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I feel like this last trilogy has really dropped. In, it's
1: really polarized the audiences. Uh,
0: yeah. It, it, it doesn't have that grasping love yeah. that it had before, yeah. I feel like.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so I feel like that kind of takes away from the conclusion to this. Yeah. Uh, especially with the, the last movie they just had, where it was very divisive. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see how it ends. And I mean, the, I think their whole plan is they're done with these characters, you know, after this. And they, mm-hmm. they want to just expand the universe to all of these different characters that they have never done anything with. And mm-hmm. and probably even just go past the Jedi and, you know, Sith Lords. I think they want to just get rid of good versus evil and just have...
1: Society. These Space. beliefs. and Space society.
0: <laughs> yes, space society. <laughs> society space. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you said you were pretty much just kind of like at Star Wars. Yeah. So, I mean, does, I mean, you want to see it, you don't.
1: Yeah, definitely want to see okay. it. Okay. But I just meant, like, the trailer isn't anything mind-blowing. It's just like, yep, that's a Star Wars trailer. Okay. Well, I think but it, I'm still definitely down to see the movie.
0: I think it kind of just hit me because I'm into, like, things that are really emotional.
1: Yes, it's true, you are.
0: Which is weird because I'm very... Unemotional.
1: Yeah. Pretty robotic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm mistaken for a robot. (laughs) People ask me, Are you a robot? And I just respond, that does not compute.
1: Okay.
0: Because I'm not a robot.
1: (laughs) Right. That makes sense.
0: So what else am I gonna say?
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's no other options really.
0: I mean they're the ones that look stupid where they don't understand. Yeah. That I'm not a robot, but whatever. Yep. That was a Star Wars episode 9 trailer final trailer now we're in the what's that horse reference final stretch we're in the final stretch the home stretch we're in the space stretch no (laughs) for the for the release of this conclusion to the Skywalker saga so that's it that's all I got that was my big news wasn't as good as yours but
1: that was pretty good
0: I mean I thought it was pretty good I delayed a whole day for it so
1: yeah it's
0: true yeah we did I mean when, you're, when your job delays a whole day for your interview, and then we'll talk about what's better. But I think this was, personally.
1: Okay. We can revisit that. <laughs> well, should we move into the rest of our show?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we just kind of jumped that ahead of everything else because it was a big thing. hmm So I thought we should talk about it first since everyone's probably, like, waiting. Yeah.
1: People have been... <laughs> on pins and needles waiting for it yeah
0: so you know second best thing to seeing the trailer is
1: hearing people talk talk about about it it. yeah (laughs) so
0: so that's what we did that's what we're here for So you're welcome yes (laughs) hopefully you guys talk about your interview
1: yeah maybe that's
0: what the interview is about is like what you thought of the trailer
1: yeah when they ask if i have any questions for them i'm gonna be like did you see the new star wars trailer
0: i mean you might not get the job then because it'd be such a stupid fucking question to ask oh because of course they did.
1: Oh. That's <laughs> not where I thought you were going with that.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, where did you think I was going? I have no idea. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Just that it's not a good question to ask for an interview in general. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so.
0: I, I'm going to, I have some practice ones to ask you later. So okay. you, you better prepare. Be prepared. All right. <laughs> All right. Wrong Disney movie.
1: Yeah. So, gaming's first on the table?
0: Wow, second.
1: I mean, yeah. It was first until Star Wars Hour yeah. happened. So, so second, yes.
0: I guess. Second, the best. First, hopefully not the worst. Yeah. Because we want it to be good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, gaming. What do you got? Start it out.
1: Um, well, the biggest... B- all the buzz on the internet is this whole... Uh, Blizzard slash Hong Kong slash...
0: So, are you saying that... It- it looks like it's getting cold, and the hall's of blizzard.
1: Yeah, it is. There's a, like a little bit of an uproar going on on the interweb about Blizzard's response to uh, their initial punishment of the um, Hearthstone player Blitzchung after his on-air support message toward the Hong Kong protests.
0: Okay, so this is a this sounds like a quite a lot of.
1: It's it's a deep dive, so we're going to very very briefly skim the surface.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's
1: there's a lot to unpack there, so Yeah, so let's just get the basic this. idea
0: down for for yeah. listeners to to understand if they don't know what's going on with this. Yes. In case Blizzard games are important to them and they don't yeah. want it to
1: Yes. Uh, so the basics are there are protests going on in Hong Kong because of they want democracy. And because of these protests,
0: I mean, been there, huh? Right,
1: I know. (laughs) Been there, done that. Literally, as I was reading some of the articles, I was like, "Mm, "This is kind of sounding familiar," but whatever. (laughs) I'm not gonna go there, I guess. (laughs) Um, So, as a message of support to the protesters, uh, Blitzchung, the player of the professional Hearthstone player, actually put on a gas mask that the protesters were seen using. In an interview, post-game interview with these two streamers, put on the gas mask and said, "Freedom to Hong Kong or something to that effect." He was in support of the Hong Kong's. Okay, protesters. so he
0: took a side. He took
1: a side on air on a Blizzard-sponsored aired interview with two other streamers.
0: Okay, was it during? It was during or after a after, tournament.
1: After the tournament, but it the was the tournament that
0: he won. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, so of course that didn't go over too well. Um, they cut off the stream right after. And Blizzard initially punished him by banning him for a year and cutting ties with the two other streamers who um, they claim to be involved, and as well as taking away his prize money for that the most recent season,
0: which was like twenty grand, I believe.
1: Uh, ten. He has lifetime earned like twenty grand, but oh, ten okay. grand for the most recent season. But anyway, a okay. shit ton of money. basically. Yeah, more for than, playing a game. Yeah,
0: yeah. more <laughs> more than I'd want to see gone.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd
0: be like, "Don't take that five dollars."
1: <laughs> Give me back my fucking dollar, <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> you are so cold-hearted, Blizzard.
1: <laughs> um. So that happened, and then the internet shit themselves collectively about I mean, it, with, which is with, with, I with reason. Yeah. Everybody, it's everybody's kind of like, "Why are you punishing someone for expressing an opinion?" And then they decided they posted this whole thing about, "Oh well." There, he was breaking the guidelines of the uh, grandmasters, which is to not essentially, for lack of a better word, not offend anyone ever. Yeah, and I mean, a- anyway. that's,
0: that's, let's be honest, the, those Impossible. kind of things are designed so that you could say, I like the color blue. Yeah. And then if enough people don't I like the color blue. It, yeah. Yeah, you, you offend them and yes. then they have an easy yes excuse to, because to, it
1: says at the discretion of blizzard bloody bloody blah, blah, yeah. blah legal speak whatever so they have an excuse to say you didn't follow our policy whenever they feel like it um and so after the internet like blew up about this and blizzard uh, followed up again and then upon review wait,
0: the internet blew up
1: well no that's Fortnite, i guess but
0: so <laughs> wait i mean did so was michael Baying control of the internet
1: i mean it's possible
0: okay yeah we'll have to look into that
1: yeah definitely Uh, so they then came out and said, okay, we're going to change his banning to six months and then we're going to give back his prize money because he didn't technically, he didn't do anything wrong in the games. I mean, they were more
0: intricate with their response. Basically saying that they overjudged the situation and that. Yeah. And further review, they decided blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. I mean, it was clearly a response to PR, the the situation that, that happened with the backlash
1: yes there was like the internet all over the place people that were like long-standing hearthstone supporters or like uh there was a guy that was a reddit moderator for four years and they all kind of like said nope we're gonna not do this anymore we're not supporting this company because we don't think they should be uh allowing politics or uh making people not have the right to express their opinion or whatever um so that whole thing happened and where we're currently at with it is uh yeah so i covered the response of gamers and i covered and there's actually people that are like high up in the in the gaming industry that basically are calling for the boycott of blizzard and fun fun fact uh actually tencent the chinese gaming company or gaming investor company owns like five percent of activision blizzard um so whether that's a coincidence or not it leaves to (laughs) leaves your leaves to your imagination um, but the same company also owns 40% of Epic, and their uh, d- director CEO Tom Sweeney, Todd Sweeney, Sweeney, whatever his name is, uh, came out on Twitter and said uh, that Epic d- is like, yes, we encourage you to express your opinion, and we're not going to be limiting anybody's ability to do that for their esports stuff. So it's there's just two different sides of the coin, I guess.
0: Which is easy for them to say because they're not the one in this
1: they're not in the situation right yeah, now they're not on yeah. the shit
0: list of society that's true. Well, that's true you know Fortnite's doing great you know yes. so I mean this whole situation it it, it sucks for everybody mm-hmm. Um, this is like a, a perfect example of social movements leaking into industries mm-hmm. Uh, you know we saw it years ago with the NFL you know Colin Kaepernick had protests mm-hmm. about you know the national anthem stuff like that yeah
1: People um, are using their their.
0: It turned into a huge, huge thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so it's just kind of that whole question of like, do people have the right to
2: express their express own their
0: opinion within a company that's not necessarily their platform? That you know, right. do do people have that right to use those platforms, or is it like because it's privately owned, technically they don't have the say, and you know, it's just yeah. this big situation that that yeah. that you know society will hopefully figure out at some point mm-hmm. but you know Maybe one day it started in that you know and and now we're we're starting to see it i guess now hit the gaming industry which you know we've had plenty of labor issues with you know whether union should be a thing in the mm-hmm. gaming industry and all that so, like we're seeing a lot of stuff come up you know other than just is the game fun you yeah, know that's, so yeah definitely it's it's an interesting time to live especially in pop culture and gaming and mm-hmm. so but that's good news that they at least gave him his money back. Yeah. Yes. And, um, Six months still sounds a little high for what he did, but... Yeah, I, I thought mean, so. I mean, I guess it's better than nothing.
1: <laughs> I feel like if I was banned for something like that, I would be like, okay, I'm not playing this game ever again.
0: Yeah, right. Like, I would probably better. I don't would care how much money be you
1: earn like, playing it. Like, find a new game. Yeah. It's a different company who doesn't like district. hell he
0: might get another competitor game to yeah. like
1: take him pay on. him yes. to like
0: advertise their game and, yeah. and and play it and yeah essentially do what ninja did with with yes. going from twitch, twitch to, mixer. to mixer yes you true. know like yeah. it, that might be a possibility where they you know somebody we'll uses, some uses kind of his platform to, situation. Yes. to help them compete
1: true
0: but yeah i mean you know we brought up Fortnite a few times now um that was also kind of a big thing. Yes. Kind of on a different realm of controversy.
1: Yeah.
0: So, full disclosure, we do not play Fortnite. Nope. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm kind of torn. I, I think it's it annoys the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I'm glad it exists because that means annoying children aren't on the games that I want to play. Yeah, it keeps all the shitbags out of Call
1: of Duty most of the time, at least.
0: So, I'm glad it exists in that aspect. Um, apparently, they just... Dis- decided to destroy the entire map they mm-hmm. some kind of vortex black hole what you whatever you want to call it
1: yeah they had a meteor strike and then it, the whole map got sucked into a black hole
0: like not just the map like, like menus like every little like aspect the whole of game the, yeah, like the, it, it
1: started with the map and then it like sucked in everything and yeah it was like which
0: seems like it'd be pretty cool to see maybe i'll yeah. check it on it's youtube a kind or of something
1: elaborate prank if you ask yeah, right. me yeah right
0: <laughs> uh and so and then it was for a few days it was just non-existent it just Nothing there. Yeah. And people were hours. staring, waiting for something to happen.
1: Yeah. And it like broke records on like Twitch <laughs> and uh Twitter it streaming. It kinda whatever.
0: reminds me of like Toy Story, the uh oh wait, you never saw the first Toy Story, huh? I think I did. The the alien uh squeaky toys in the claw machine and they're just staring at the claw, waiting oh. for it to make a move. Yeah. They're like, ooh <laughs> claw. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, so yeah, I get, this was like a big, it's a big thing, even though people didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Apparently a trailer was leaked, uh, and then people were supposedly being threatened that if they shared it via their platforms, that they would be sued or something. I don't know. I, that, that might not be a thing, but yeah. that's what I was hearing on one of the podcasts I listened to, hmm. but, and then they Eventually released it after a couple of days, and yeah, and it's basically just a new map.
1: Yeah, it's a whole new map.
0: Uh, they, I guess, added in more water canals, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of changed up the the way the gameplay goes. So yeah, and they just threw people in. They don't give you any instructions on what's changed. They don't give you any update notes. Mm-hmm. It's just they encourage you to just jump in, literally mm-hmm. just jump in, literally yeah, and start playing, figure shit and, out, and learn can. learn the map, learn what's going on, and i mean this is huge (laughs) this is is a a crazy advertising Mm -hmm. uh strategy because theoretically they're losing all this money by not having the game up for people to spend Mm -hmm. on microtransactions and all that good stuff right so they had the confidence to shut down for a couple days be inactive Mm -hmm. they even like deleted all of their social media like information and previous stuff like basically just went dark with everything weird essentially it's a reboot for it's season 10 i believe
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was season 10. They were kind of struggling a little bit.
0: Okay, so basically they just did a reboot of the map. Mm -hmm. And so they turned this into a huge marketing campaign by pretty much deleting the game. Yes. And then letting people... Hype up on their own. Yeah, it's for a huge publicity stunt. What was going to happen? I felt about
1: it. It's like, it's all a big publicity stunt. Like, having it down for that amount of time is just building more hype, like you said, because you're saying you're taking away something that people are super addicted to, and you're like, nope, it doesn't work at all. It's not just that it's boring now because everybody's been playing the same fucking map for mm-hmm. however many years. But it's literally gone. And people are like, wait a minute. What? I can't. Yeah.
0: Well, and this encourages people that maybe played and then dropped off to yeah. come back and check exactly. out what's They'll different. Be like, well,
1: I'll check out the new map then. I'll check out chapter two. And it'll, it potentially even gets pe- people to play that have never played before. Like Leslie or whatever. Did you saw that he just yeah. started shout playing? Yeah, shout out Leslie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He
0: he just started playing. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, oh, It was his first match and he's, <laughs> he said he was doing pretty He's good. He's
1: clearly having fun with it already. I so must have inspired
0: it. him with my Call of Duty mobile oh, yeah, post. Yeah.
1: Um, so I think it's a really interesting um, take on the publicity st- situation. Yeah.
0: And I'm not going to lie. I, Like I said, I I have not played the game. Mm-hmm. I literally have it downloaded on every console that we have. You do? I downloaded it back when it first came out. I, I just never it. played it. Because it got to the point where I hadn't played it for so long. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play this because it's I'm probably going to be, like, left in the dust not yeah, knowing yeah, what's going on. Whatever. And the building aspect just kind of, like, discourages me in general. It
2: looks ridiculous.
0: So, sure. I was, I mean, since it's technically a reboot altogether now, mm-hmm. I might just jump in for the shits and gigs of checking it out to say I did it. But mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, fingers crossed, I don't want to keep playing.
1: Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do if you, like, want to be a person who plays Fortnite all the time. Though.
0: Yeah. I survived a relationship with a Fortnite player. <laughs> crossed out I didn't
1: (laughs) Uh, although I I was reading about some, uh, some of the things that people talked about which was that the gameplay was kind of stale and everybody that like it was kind of was getting to the point where it's hard for anybody to be a newcomer to come into the game because everybody that had been playing for so long they had they were all experts which is probably so what this the point is a perfect this was. opportunity to kind of reset for everyone and make it so everyone can just start from the
0: beginning okay yeah so i mean it's yeah. pretty much out already yeah. it's october 15th that technically rebooted mm-hmm. and there was it's being called a thoughtful redesign and it's being labeled chapter two yeah so are happy with it so i guess far. the first 10 seasons were chapter they already
1: one had like yesterday i think
0: and that's not unexpected yeah. they they let people jump in see how they pretty much already know what they were probably gonna fix if mm-hmm. needed and this is their livelihood for yeah. epic right now so they yeah. they have huge amount of employees ready to to fix anything to to improve the game right
2: yeah
0: so yeah so uh, big news it. big news for Fortnite. um you know, and they always do like marketing stuff within the game for like, mm-hmm. you know, they had Thanos. Mm-hmm. They had. Um, they had like
1: a Batman area. I they think. had some
0: Batman stuff at one point. Uh, I feel like they've done some other things I can't think of, but
1: yeah, they did a lot of. They
0: they stuff. do cross promotion with other mm-hmm. with other franchises and such. So
1: I'm sure they'll keep doing that.
0: Of course they will, uh, and you know, again, if you want to pay for it, then you know,
1: yeah, go down.
0: By all means. Uh, just stay the fuck out of the next Avengers movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was the least liked part for me. Yeah. And Endgame.
1: Same. <laughs> I
0: just... I had I had higher hopes for you. Higher hopes, Thor. And you just... <laughs> it's not your fault. It's that new Master 69. Yeah. That son of a bee. <laughs> but moving on. So, yeah, that's Fortnite. Um, it was a game... That's kind of something I've been interested in. It's not out yet. I think it's out October 25th. It's called The Outer Worlds. Uh, it's gotten a little bit of attention um, for, I don't know if it's good or bad, but so it's a single player sci-fi RPG uh, from Obsidian Entertainment, which the game was in development before, but Microsoft bought the developer at one point within the last year. Okay. Okay. The game is coming out for multiple platforms, but uh, the word on the street is the Xbox One X will have enhancement, you know, like you get for games pretty much, Uh, but the PS4 Pro either won't or won't be as good. Okay. I'm not sure if it's which one, but the point is supposedly they're not getting the same treatment as the Xbox version, which... Yeah. There could be a variety of reasons why that could be, if that's the case. Mm hmm Uh, simple response, I don't fucking care. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Just fucking release the game and let us play it.
0: (laughs) Well, it's not that. It's just, like, PlayStation's got so many things. Like, who cares? Like Besides, uh, we've got the Pro, we've got Mm -hmm. the X. Uh, I prefer the, the Xbox for my third party anyways. Not that this is technically third party, but I guess it is in this sense. Uh... And I just I don't know. It, this is kind of like draws back to the whole uh, Call of Duty thing with the mode that they're getting exclusive for a year. It's like, mm-hmm. cool, you got something that you know for PlayStation. That's that Xbox is gonna have to wait for. It just it's just it's the business. That's just how it is. Yeah. Sure, I'd love everything to be on everything, but it's such a minor thing. Yeah. And again, just go play it on next then if you really care exactly so uh but i mean the game it i'm interested it's kind of got this borderlands feel to me
1: god damn
0: you yeah oh hell we haven't even finished borderlands three yet we still have to finish that but it's coming the game pass uh so we can play it ourselves without having to buy it so that's pretty fun so i'd like to at least try it out when we have time yeah maybe talk about it later yeah, to
1: me it looked kind of like a like a futuristic space themed Skyrim, but you've got like the Borderlands kind of dialogue going Ooh, on.
0: Don't tell me Skyrim. Why? I'm not into those games. They're just so.
1: I just meant with the mechanics of moving okay. around and whatnot. Okay. Not
0: so because
1: I watched the first ten minutes of yeah. gameplay. Well, as long whatever. as I don't have
0: to walk extremely slow because I'm carrying too many.
1: Pots. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get or that. Or whatever the
0: hell items you pick up. <laughs> Too
1: many pots. Just don't pick up the fucking pots. It's not that hard.
0: <laughs> they wouldn't be there if they don't <laughs> want me to pick them up.
1: That's not how that game works at all. Um, I I was just talking about because there's like you walk up to items and interact with them in similar ways and.
0: <sighs> Who would have guessed? Pot makes you slow.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, and I had and so I'm definitely very interested in it. So i'm pretty excited about it i literally i feel like i remember seeing um maybe a trailer or a screenshot of it at some point at one of these uh, uh, i believe it was at um e3 probably or not
0: i don't know if it was at e3 but we watched some i think it was the game Com, i think they did some
1: the conference thing on, yeah that they i think at, it
0: was on tv i watched yeah, yeah i believe okay but anyway, see, yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah, uh, I remember
1: seeing it, and I forgot all about it, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, this looks fucking cool." So I'm, I'm jazzed about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, I'm interested in the game. Kay. Luckily, it's on Game Pass, so we don't yeah. have to worry too much about being able to play it because we can just try it there.
1: Mm-hmm. That'll be nice.
0: Um, but yeah. Uh,
1: Speaking of uh, games that come with your membership, <laughs> we have news about like, you. We were you just, we were just gonna talk about what games are on plus and gold oh know, yeah i mean they're,
0: they're technically already out i just yeah. figured because we're within close to the, the mid-range of the yeah. month
1: yeah
0: uh you know and we're coming up on halloween
2: yeah
0: these games aren't exactly halloween games but they're very you know tonally close yeah. to something you know if someone wants Some to play something anyway, yeah. fun for a halloween theme yeah uh so playstation plus has last of us remastered mm-hmm. which if you haven't played that then you're a fucking idiot oh oh <laughs> I forgot. You haven't played it.
1: I I was just kidding. I have in my notes, like, I still need to play this because somehow I've still never played yeah. it.
0: Well, we have the game. So yeah, you don't have to worry about yeah. me going to get Plus for you. Yeah. We have it. Yeah. But, yeah, so they have that game. Uh, You know, it's it's known for its storytelling and uh-huh. it's very similar in the tone of Uncharted gameplay. Okay. Uh, but it's more based on stealth and sneaking around rather than just straight up hiding and shooting a bunch of guys mm-hmm. in the head. Uh, you know, and it's a zombie esque game, but they are infected by this. Um,
1: it's a fungus, right?
0: F- it's a fungus that. You know, like the. That creepy ass. Is it a fungus that, like, is on ants? The and zombifies it zombifies uh, ants? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So based it's based on that. It's that concept. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm reading a lot of when the
1: game came out. So like, the game a really is a cool lot concept. of fun. It's yeah. it's a lot
0: of fun. Uh, yeah. So definitely should play that. At, you know, even just getting hyped for Last of Us Two. Right. Uh, that's probably why it's on there initially is so that people play that and then they want to go buy Last of Us Two yeah. on PS4 after that when that it comes out in February. Um, and then the other game, which I don't give a fuck about, but
1: nope.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's America's pastime. Do people
1: care about baseball?
0: MLB The Show <laughs> 19. Um,
1: Especially even as a video, like I just don't understand how they. Yeah, made a people video game.
0: people like sports. I mean, okay. I like the hockey ones. I know. I don't play them as much as I, I would like, it. but I mean, yeah, people that like sports, yeah. they they like them. Okay. You know, and cool, they can have it. It's it's a very popular game. I don't. I've never oh. played it myself, okay. but I mean, people like baseball say that it's really good. So okay. Uh, so those two are on PlayStation Plus. So, go get them. Or go get PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And then go get them. Uh, Games with Gold for Xbox. Uh, game I've never heard of. Timbo the Badass Elephant. <laughs> I've heard some good things about it. Yeah. Sounds interesting. It looks like it's uh, like 2D, artsy. Uh, so, I'll probably try that out. It's good through October 31st. You can download it. Um, and then this is the halloween-esque theme yeah uh friday the 13th the game october Mm -hmm. 16th through november 15th so this is actually longer than the month of october uh and so this game is one of those 4v1 kind of setups where somebody is jason the killer spoilers and then the rest are like the camp staff or you know, the campers or whatever.
1: Yeah, is this like that garbage game that we played at E3?
0: Very similar oh, to God, that. I,
1: that was horrible.
0: I can't remember the name of that game, but. I
1: can't either.
0: That was just a port to the Switch. That was yeah. that game had already been out.
1: It was trash. Dead
0: by Daylight, I think it was. Probably. I hated it. I hear it's a fun game, but I didn't enjoy it I at all. I did not like it at all. Probably didn't help. We didn't have teammates that were that great. So
1: Well, the thing is, like, it's kind of like everybody for themselves. At least that's how I I felt mean, about we
0: it. only play the demo, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah the whole, I. Like, that, that whole concept in games hasn't worked that well overall, I don't feel. Like, Evolve kind of started that, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and that was a really cool concept, but just didn't really stick with people. Yeah, didn't land. Um, but there's, like, more of these that have happened. Like, okay. this game, I hear, is actually pretty popular. It's, like, glitchy as hell. There was a lot of issues with the... Um, actually, it was a big thing, I think, a, a year ago. The rights to the franchise were being disputed in the courts and so because of that this game got like on the freezer because it
1: It got fridged got fridged
0: it got fridged (laughs) they killed it to move the plot of who owned it uh so the game still exists but i think they could they could no longer do updates to the game or some shit like that Mm -hmm. so they were just finishing what they had already in the the oven for it and they couldn't finish anything beyond that Gotcha. So, that's probably why it's on here. Mm -hmm. Just to try and get some more player base and Mm -hmm. keep it afloat a little bit. But, yeah, it was a big thing, I remember. It was really disappointing for people that liked the game. And then Ninja Gaiden 3, uh, Razor's Edge. I played this on PS3, I believe. Um, It's just, you know, another installment in the reboot for Ninja Gaiden. Mm -hmm. Uh, The very hard games. They are... You know they're not like slasher games. You gotta like have strategy. You gotta know how to fight your enemies. You gotta move around and and you know put a couple jabs in and back off. It's very strategic. Mm -hmm. Um, They're fun but they're really hard. So I'm probably gonna try that one out again. So that's it for those for PlayStation and Xbox. So uh, check them out. And then uh, some Xbox Scarlet news, which is the console coming out at some point in 2020 for. Holiday, I guess they said, Holiday huh? 2020, yeah. Um, most likely going to be like September to November probably. Yeah. Hit the holiday market yeah. for Christmas. um, They had some... It was really just kind of more reestablishing stuff they've already had in the notes for the console. Mm-hmm. So Xbox Scarlet, they are aiming for 4K resolution and 120 frames per second for their games. And they don't want to compromise for the gamers. So that's their ideal setup for gaming on next gen it should be yeah i mean it's kind of what people were expecting so um it's just kind of nice to see that they're like focused on that so uh it wasn't really anything big just kind of reassurance that we have some cool stats to look forward to for gaming and in the next gen Mm -hmm. um and then we have a little bit of hopes i guess for the new batman game that has yet to be announced um a twitter user that goes by new wabi sabi supposedly leaked the name of the new game and it's apparently going to be called batman arkham legacy and we'll have the bat family as playable characters which uh this person has successfully predicted e3 2019 rumors and so people think that th- this is a reliable source of information yeah. Yeah. so that's pretty cool if it's true it it's not a shock yeah the last game had hints at that where robin uh came in and helped you out and like little cutscene attacks you didn't Mm -hmm. really play as them i think there was dlc you could play as them so it's not a surprise if that's the case and sure sign me up yeah i've i've liked all of the batman games so far so
1: i've still never played any of them but i've seen you play plenty of times and it looks like a lot of fun so i can i like the idea of having a potential like a team where you could say well i'm going to take this member for this task or mission i have that they have a skill set that's relevant or maybe some I don't know
0: yeah well I don't know if it's so much that it's it multiplayer yeah, I think it's just
1: no. you yeah. can play as you different can characters play as different, yeah I didn't mean multiplayer it would probably like, just
0: jump around in the story it
1: would be really cool if you could kind of between missions choose which character you want to play or whatever yeah that would be nice if they're going to do that route
0: okay and that's what all i had for games yeah um, waiting for, for the big releases to come out in the next month or so Uh, then we'll have more to talk about
1: and we have just uh, like just a smidge of TV news.
0: Yeah, TV was pretty light. Um, yeah. So, uh, Mandalorian has been established as an eight-episode uh, schedule, and it's uh, got good reactions coming out on on social media from people who have watched the first episode or two.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, very positive. Nothing really negative at all has been been said as far as I can see. So that's that's good hopes for for the series
1: yeah i rewatched the trailer and i think it looks great i'm really excited for that yeah that's
0: probably going to be one of the first things that we watch but yeah let's just hope that the service works and that everybody doesn't
1: it's not like ruin it it. yeah Yeah.
0: and it it, so we'll see expected if if it does happen yeah um but they so they released the schedule and so it starts off on november 12th And then have a quick jump to episode two. So it goes November 12th to November 15th will be one and two. And then it looks like it's about every week. It's going to be Fridays. They'll have an episode. And then they have this weird detour uh, where they go December 13th. It's actually going to be a Wednesday instead of the Friday. It'll be two days before the the standard scheduling has been. And then the last two will be on the 18th and 27th. So I'm kind of curious if the whole Plan was to get this set up for ending around Christmas for people to focus on during the holidays.
1: Yeah, probably. I
0: mean, it just—I mean, it seems that way. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they released Infinity War, I think, on Netflix, Christmas Eve. So yeah, Disney Plus. Let's fucking get to November already. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, and then Netflix has some bad news for Cowboy Bebop. Um, which is a—it's a anime that is like a cult following essentially, uh anime where it's basically like space pirates uh <laughs> or not pirates I guess more bounty hunters yeah space bounty hunters uh and it just kind of sh- follows them it kind of it's actually just kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy but mm-hmm. long before that right right so uh John Cho is uh playing the lead I believe uh he got injured on set uh while filming in New Zealand uh was a knee injury yeah. yeah, so it happened on October 5th, and he is already back in LA, probably already had the surgery at this point, uh, so he had surgery and is going through, going to go through rehab, estimating between 7 to 9 months before production continues again. Yikes. Uh, so the show is gonna be a 10-episode miniseries, it's between uh, Netflix and Tomorrow Studios for the production. So yeah, it's a popular anime manga, and people are really looking forward to this, so... Let's hope that he's okay. Nothing serious that mm-hmm. he can't rebound from, and gets back on set, and they can get this going for yeah for everybody. Because I know I know it was really hyped when this came out. The news about this, everybody was really excited. So, and he's a great actor. So I you know best of luck to him recovering, and hope that he uh, yeah comes back okay. Because I definitely would like to check this out. Yeah. It's live action, so you don't have to worry about it being anime.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll check it out then. Yeah. Good news.
0: Don't think there's going to be subtitles.
1: Okay. All
0: right. So you're going to be okay. Okay, that's
1: good.
0: Okay, so that's really all we had for TV. Just <laughs> a couple it's... things. Um, so we have a lot of movie news. Yeah. So we'll probably try and burst through these. Yeah, we're going
1: to power through it hard. Um,
0: and a lot of it is just kind of like, well, yeah. Random stuff. Uh, So, first off, everyone's probably already heard all this trash. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know where he's going, huh? (laughs) Uh, This is literally what I have in the notes. Old people hate Marvel movies. That's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the summary of this topic. Uh Uh, So, we have a couple old school directors who have made comments about the Marvel franchise universe, and Mm -hmm. they're not positive, which... It's a little silly that this is even a topic of discussion because you know these people aren't even watching the movies. Yeah. And they have. They've only seen a few. They're not watching all of them. Yeah. Otherwise, that contradicts their whole opinion.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Stupid.
0: So Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola have had comments. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one that stands out the most to me is Scorsese because uh, just in time his comments came for the... Release of Joker, which he was producer on, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there was no word of DC; it was all Marvel. Yeah. In his comments, so it kind of makes me wonder if it's more of a publicity for yeah DC's Joker release that mm-hmm. you know
1: seems convenient.
0: Yeah. Um. And I know, I, obviously, he's a great, great.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Creator,
0: director, like he. He.
1: I love almost all taking nothing away from what yeah. he's
0: done it's just seems like it's obviously just not your cup of tea and
1: yeah everybody has things they like things they know, don't like it's like... just
0: to, to say that it's not cinematic it's not cinema it's, it's not just,
1: cinema it's such a weird thing to say
0: yeah it's it's very
1: Be, i guess the idea being that cinema is some kind of like Artistic, emotional, I don't even know. It's, well,
0: okay, it's like, okay, and not to say that Marvel is compared to this, but just as an example, you know, it's like your child's first grade doodle on mm-hmm. the fridge is not obviously comparable to Picasso's it's not work art. of art <laughs> yeah. in a museum, right? Yeah, yeah. But they are both art. In the context of what they are, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they, they aren't comparable to each other, but they are both art. Exactly. So it's just kind of, it's just silly that, I mean, and I mean, uh, the media is not helping by asking these questions to, no. to people that no, they no, shouldn't everybody be asking. And their
1: fucking brothers, like typing in on it. You're
0: obviously getting, you know, responses from like James Gunn and. Uh, John Favreau and like even Natalie Portman's chimed in. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no fucking shit. You guys are on the side of Marvel because you're being paid by Marvel. Of course they
1: are. Yeah.
0: I mean, and not to say that they wouldn't have those opinions otherwise, but it's just kind of like let's ask people that are neutral parties. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: really good actors or like producers or directors that aren't related to Marvel movies.
0: You know who I'd love to get the opinion of? Who? Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio.
1: A hundred percent agree.
0: Right. He's, he's in, he's an older actor, but Mm. he's in a frame that he could be seen doing a Marvel movie. I think at some point, if they have the right role for him, Mm -hmm. you know, they do something with him that works with his ability to be a character actor.
1: I just had a great idea. What do you got? Captain Planet.
0: That's not Marvel.
1: I know, but it made me think of it because we brought (sighs) up Leonardo DiCaprio and superheroes. I feel like they should live action Captain Planet, and Leonardo DiCaprio could be him because he's super into like, climate change, whatever, environmentally, nice friendly to me, stuff. But okay. Whatever. Anyway, tangent. I moving mean, on. I
0: wouldn't be shocked if that turned into something at some point, especially yeah. with the whole global warming. And I know.
1: I think it'd be hilarious. All that trash right now. I definitely do that. Anyway, sorry. Back trash. to this actual actual subject. No, uh, not
0: that global warming is trash. I was just <laughs> making a joke.
1: <laughs> global warming is trash. I mean, it's trashing that we don't like it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I just it just seems like a dead dove situation. Like, what do you expect? Like, of I course know. they're gonna have these comments. Like, just like these movies aren't for them. Obviously, they don't mm-hmm. understand them. They're not in their realm of like theater time. You know, they don't.
1: They should have that. Uh, they should make a meme of. Uh, when Brie Larson was like, it's not for you. It's not for you. They yeah. should like, put that together with...
0: Arno. I mean, they are old white men. They are old <laughs>
1: white men. It's not for them. Um, so I have to say something about uh, Francis Ford Coppola's uh, statement specifically because it really bothered me. I read it, and I have, like, a specific response to him because uh, it says something... Wait, hold on, hold on. What?
0: Before you say this. Okay. You better be fucking listening, Francis. <laughs> You put down your goddamn whiskey <laughs> sour or whatever the fuck you're sipping on. Old-fashioned. You're old-fashioned. You stop your goddamn mafia movie.
1: Yeah. Take off your fucking trench coat.
0: <laughs> and you listen to this lady.
1: Yeah. No, this is very important. Um, I'm taking just part of his quote, but it says... Um, he said, when Martin Scorsese says the Marvel pictures are not cinema, he's right because we expect to learn something from cinema. We expect to gain something, some enlightenment, some knowledge, some inspiration. I don't know that anyone gets anything out of seeing the same movie over and over again. Okay, two problems. There's a, a lot of problems. No, two you can rip spe-
0: apart his comments. Two comment. specific
1: problems. One, the same movie over and over again? Are you fucking kidding me, Godfather? Come on.
0: <laughs> well, and plus, they are not the same movie over and over again. The yeah, comment, I know. The common correlation is superheroes uh-huh. and villains yes. saving the day, uh-huh. but... They are drastically different things. It's the same Like, Ant-Man is a bank heist movie, you know?
1: Yes. It's 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 a ridiculous statement and also hypocritical, but whatever. Um, And then also gain something, enlightenment, some knowledge, some inspiration. No, we don't fucking go to the movies for inspiration or enlightenment. Yes, some people do, but... The goal of movies is fucking escapism. Like, you're going to see some cool story on the screen that makes you not think about whatever's going on in your life that's not cool. Yeah. So, whether you're enlightened by your movie or not, the goal is to get away from your life.
0: And you can argue it's, like, really no different. Like These are Corley's superheroes, obviously, that yeah. the characters are. But, like, you, you could argue it's no different than his movies where they are Italian Mobsters. Mobsters, yeah. Where you know, like they are bringing you into this world of these characters, yeah, in their life, yeah. Okay, we're being brought into the superhero world and their life. Like yeah. it, it's not different in the sense of that. It's just obviously his is more, re- you know, Realistic. reeled into reality, yeah. but like. The whole point is to grasp the audience's attention and bring them to the world that you want them in. Yes. Just because sci-fi and all the crazy, goofy stuff that they do is not what you think is inspirational does not mean it's not to others. Yeah,
1: not everybody's like Do you know
0: how many people I hear after they see these movies go, oh... I cried when blah blah blah.
2: Yeah, I don't
0: personally cry at these movies. I think they're really fucking cool, and I, yeah. I, I love them to death. But I don't cry because like I'm not. It's not real. Yeah, I don't yeah. have that like emotion. <laughs> I mean, I have emotional attachment, but I don't yeah. like. I don't know why crying would be the reason, yeah. the, the thing you would do. But yeah, so like I I understand when people say they do because like I, you know, there's scenes where I think the most impactful scene to me in these movies was the ones with Thor either talking about what he's lost mm-hmm. or who he, like, when he talked to his mother, like, those scenes, like, I would say those really got me, because they are very, like, heartfelt, you know, like, they're subtle, they're simple, but, like, they really show you what the character's gone through. Yeah. So, like, sure, they have these ridiculous jokes and one-liners that Mm -hmm. you're not gonna find in Scorsese and you know godfather movies but like they're impactful
1: there's a lot of character development that i think they're not giving them credit for
0: definitely not giving them credit for and you know it just falls in line of what people think art is yeah and And
1: like peter parker iron man situation like people can't fucking tell me that they didn't like get sad at that oh yeah like that's yeah uh, i just they clearly don't watch the fucking movies so they don't know what's going on in the movies to fucking complain about they're dumb
0: yeah, so. I mean, he wasn't feeling that good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
0: So, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just kind of like stupid news of like that. Yeah. Just like stop asking just these kinda, stupid questions to that. people that have no relevance to these movies. It's yeah. just, it's it's silly. It's dumb. So that was just kind of a headline the last week or so. And I'm sure we'll hear more people's opinions but overall it's just kind of like go see what you want to see yeah and let people enjoy what they want
1: and fuck off if you don't want to
0: yeah uh a little bit more with disney plus uh this was a vague thing i don't know if there was a lot of detail on it but apparently verizon uh is planning to offer one year of free disney plus to existing and new customers
1: if you sign up for fios or whatever their home internet thing is
0: okay so there was fine print involved okay um and, like, my, right off the bat, my whole thought was, this doesn't really matter for us. Because we signed up for the three-year program mm-hmm. where you got the dirt cheap price mm-hmm. as a new whatever subscriber. So, I was like, there's no way that we would be able to stack this on top of the three years already. Yeah. So, it really would be useless to us anyways. Yeah. So... Plus, I'm not too fond of our Verizon, so I might want to move past that at some point. Yeah. So, But people that have it or want to look into it and haven't done Disney Plus yet might be something to look into if you're interested. Yeah, check Uh, it out. It's definitely something to to Google. (laughs) Uh, And then a little bit more Marvel news. Uh, They are discussing at Marvel if Thor should stay fat for the next installment that he will be in. For the I guess Thor four I'm assuming just to,
1: like be realistic or <laughs>
0: Um, I don't know I I personally hate this idea it was fine for an end person I don't think I I would have liked him to go back when he did the lightning thing I at the been end funny. I wanted I him think to, that would have like, been a fun re- like you yeah. know little gag to the movie but yeah. the whole fat Thor thing was fine for what it was I get the whole idea was to make it seem like he was depressed and mm-hmm. like he gave up on life and all that if you don't bring him back to what he was, then you are taking the entire core of that character and his progression throughout these movies and you are contradicting it, in my opinion. And you're
1: making it connected to a physical appearance, which is weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just... Well, okay, so here's the thing. is The whole point was that he was depressed. He felt he wasn't worthy anymore, mm-hmm. okay? He, he, he fell into the slumber of depression and all that stuff. And so by the end of that movie he he gains you know confidence and you know he had the talk like, we just established with his mother and like it it seemed like he was going to start doing stuff for himself and not because he felt he had to do it for everybody else and so like mm-hmm. it was a great turning point for this character which has been probably the best character development in my opinion mm-hmm. for the entire franchise and i just feel like if you take away that progression Mm -hmm. then it just contradicts what you've done and you just tear down the character that you built
1: actually on that subject i think it's possible that if they do have him stay fat it could be something if they play it along the lines of he is doing things for himself now not for what he thinks he's supposed to be then he doesn't do that whole I work out and I'm super fit thing because he thought that was what he was supposed to be, not what he actually is.
0: Well, yeah, but that's implying I, that he worked out heavily to keep that body. Like, I mean, I, I feel like it was just implied that
1: it was just because like he
0: was a god.
1: I agree. That, but that if was that was his, the case, then why would he Or gain a demigod,
0: weight? I guess it wasn't really.
1: A... I just, yeah, that's what I thought too. But then the fact that he gained weight and became fat Thor in the first place is like, that doesn't match with how well I I don't, he was I don't, the way he
0: was. I don't think it means that you can't change your body. It just I just took it as like that's just how he looked. But mm. I don't know. It just it doesn't matter what yeah. body type he yeah. has. Like I mean if they did keep it, you know it was just to have a character that could relate to people who are overweight, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. That's yeah. what it would be about. Yeah. And the funny thing is I heard a lot of outcry when he was fat in that movie that it was making fun of fat people. And I was like, well, when you're being represented first off. But yeah. um, if anything, it like showed that you should be confident in yourself mm-hmm. and you don't need to be muscular because that was the whole point of his character with Just this conversation this with his mom was yeah. like, be who you are, you know? Anyway, so I guess that's under debate whether they're going to keep him fat or not. I would prefer they not. But if they do, I'm still going to enjoy the character and hope that they do something positive with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more Thor news uh, Korg is returning seems like an obvious right duh he's comedic relief and he's kind of a fan favorite right yeah definitely. so I don't know why they wouldn't bring him back there's
1: no reason not to
0: so I mean that's pretty pretty much expected and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it yeah uh, Deadpool writers this is some good news uh, are saying that Disney are allowing them to continue to, pl- to play with the R rating in yeah. the, the Deadpool movies very good news Um, Let's hope that that's true and that they do not change that character. Uh, I know that means people are like, well, what does that mean for the character within the MCU? I mean, I think it was pretty obvious getting this character. They weren't going to throw him into the MCU that easily. It was going to be, I think what they'll do with this character is let his movies be R-rated. Continue what they're doing with these movies. Get that fourth wall, gory, enjoyable humor that they are doing. They will obviously bring him into the crossover event movies, like, you know, the Avengers and all those kind of things, whatever they will be. Obviously, with X-Men, that's probably a more likely one. Yeah. They'll obviously bring him into those. Those will be 13. So I imagine they'll just have to tone him down. Within those movies, but it's not like he's going to be a lead character. He's just going to be comedic relief, mm-hmm. so it's not really an issue. And I don't think he's going to have a huge impact on the plot. It's just going to be more of a either cameo or he's just in the background being mm-hmm. funny. Um, you know, he's not going to drive the story mm-hmm. in those aspects. I don't think. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I was disappointed in Deadpool two. I love Deadpool one. I liked them both. I enjoyed the PG 13 version of Deadpool 2 more than the other one, but that's just the whole Princess Bride stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that they can continue because they overall are enjoyable. Agreed. So, R rated Deadpool. Let's do it. Deadpool 3. Uh, and then what I've deemed as Step Marvel, the not as loved sibling the, of the, Marvel, the
1: redheaded stepchild,
0: Sony. <laughs> Uh, There's a little bit of news for that. Uh, An actor named Naomi Harris uh, is being eyed to play the villain Shriek in Venom 2, which is a love interest of Carnage.
1: Yeah, she's a mutant. That's a...
0: Well, okay, so she's a mutant, but she has a symbiote attached to her, right?
1: No, she's just a mutant.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because I've heard both, because I'm not that familiar with the character, Um. but I've heard both... That one, she's a mutant, and then I've also heard that she's a, a, it's a, symbiote character.
1: Oh, well, now I'm confused because I looked it up, um, last episode I think because I saw something about how they were gonna have Shriek, but they didn't have any casting for it. Hmm. And well, it says so she's just a mutant.
0: They're probably gonna just do both. They're probably, probably gonna, it's yeah. gonna be the mutant character, and then she she they probably will does get the get symbiote, a symbiote costume time, yeah. of some sort to her. Um, Maybe it's as simple as the Carnage symbiote breaks off a piece and duplicates or whatever i don't know that would be reasonable. that's you know who who knows what they're doing with carnage he might be a spawn of venom or just a completely different symbiote we don't know
1: yeah they um, have
0: done nothing with that whole
1: so you might know naomi harris uh from pirates of the caribbean dead man's chest she played tia dalma the voodoo chick in that movie which i don't think i thought that was a fun character uh so i think that's all we have for marvel and stem marvel,
0: marvel. Yeah, DC. We have a couple castings for the Batman movie. Uh, that's basically it. Jonah Hill is officially out of talks for the role of whatever it was—the Riddler or Penguin—at yeah, the time. Really said, yeah, uh, Supposedly he was asking for ten million, which I guess it's—I don't—I don't know—I mean, I don't know, I don't know Hollywood's like an, prices, but like I feel like he, I feel like he's proven his worth in in films, and so. I don't know what that means as far as how much an actor of his caliber should cost, but I, it seems un, it doesn't seem unreasonable to me,
1: right? I just don't think that you you can ask for twice the amount of a star of the movie, even if you're yeah yeah,
0: yeah. that's true that's, that's the one side I think of it. that's yeah.
1: the issue is maybe uh, maybe his negotiators have a little bit higher hopes than Robert Pattinson's or something like that yeah but I'm fine with it
0: oh and a, a side note um a movie that Robert Pattinson oh is in. <laughs> Is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, I'm blanking on the name of it. The
1: Lighthouse?
0: No, yeah. no, no no, oh, no, no, no. That's, that's a new not, movie. That's the
1: new movie. Okay.
0: Uh, no, it's a, the, it's like a space movie. Oh, uh, yeah. It's apparently really creepy and crazy, but it's a good movie from what I hear. Um, it's been released on Amazon Prime. And so for people who aren't familiar with his acting outside of Twilight or just want to check out a good movie before... High Life. High Life. Thank you. That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's apparently a good movie. I have yet to watch it myself, but I plan to watch it. I'll probably even talk about it next episode, uh, just so people know uh, there's something that you could check out on Amazon Prime and <laughs> give you a taste of like what he can do as an actor outside of Twilight. Because I know that was like the big complaint was like people just tied him to Twilight and nothing else.
1: You know that movie that has the insane trailer that you're like, I don't know what this movie is about. Tenet? Yeah, he's gonna be in that too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean that's another movie people are all crazed about, and I yeah. I just I don't, I don't to, I've I never no even heard of the, it.
1: Yeah.
0: I assume it's based on a book or something. I don't. Know. I've be. never heard yeah. anything of it, but people are crazy for that. Yeah. So yeah, so that was a little side note for uh for him. Um, and then as far as actual casting for this movie, uh, they did cast the Riddler, uh, an actor named Paul uh, Dano. Dano. Yeah, sure. One of
1: those.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not sure. <laughs> I know that the six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I'm he. I know him from Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, uh, he did a great job in that one. Uh, there will be blood. I've not seen. I heard it was a really good movie.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Twelve Years a Slave, same situation. Uh, Prisoners. I've seen part of that movie, so don't spoil it for me.
1: I have seen none of that. I have, the only thing I've seen in there is Little Miss Sunshine.
0: <laughs> okay. So yeah, I mean I I, I know of the actor. Yeah. I've seen him in, I've seen in, his face in that a movie lot. specifically. Yeah. I know he can act, so
1: I feel like his face is like a little bit unique looking. So I think it's good because I feel like the Riddler needs to have kind of a unique look.
0: Yeah, he does he needs to have that sharp face. Mm-hmm. Um kind of narrow.
1: Some severe features.
0: Um he uh is actually not playing who you would think he's playing for the Riddler. He's playing a different version of the Riddler than oh. the...
1: Uh, he's not playing the Jim Carrey version?
0: <laughs> no.
1: I know. <laughs> I was joking. Okay.
0: <laughs> so Edward Nigma is the standard character. Yes. Uh, he is not going to be playing him. He's oh. going to be playing one... Oh, what is his name? It's a Riddler f- that's based off a different Earth story. Oh, okay. He has a different name, similar but different, mm-hmm. and so it just kind of makes me wonder if they're just going off of a different variant of the character, or if this is going to be a different Earth story for Batman in general.
1: Edward Nashton. That's what
0: Sounds like. familiar. I know Edward was the Edward same. Edward
1: Nashton slash the Riddler, yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah, it's a different variant of the character, and so I'm curious what they'll do with it. I don't, you know, I d- yeah. it might be hints that they're doing a different storyline for mm-hmm. Batman in general, but it could also just be they're just bringing in different aspects from different universes like they always do with the comics, you know? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean anything, but it was just an interesting note I caught in the, in the article I was reading earlier. So... And then we had already talked about it last week. Uh, Catwoman was cast. Uh, yeah. Zoe Kravitz. Uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Yeah. Like during what I've seen her in. And so yeah, this movie's looking good. It's, it's really looking really Yeah. Really positive with the castings and I hope that they can recover and I assume it'll be part of D C E U, but I don't know what their plan is with that so mm-hmm. far, so we'll see. Yeah. One one movie at a time, but it's yeah. it's looking good. Um and then a little bit of maybe accidental news. We don't know if it was intentional marketing or if it was just like a brain fart on Dwayne Johnson's part. Uh, But I'm not sure if it's a fan or just somebody associated with him uh, posted a picture of a sculpture that they made of the rock as black Adam. And he responded with uh, his appreciation and noted a production date of July 2020. Sweet. So I don't know if that was a fluke to say that, or if he fully knew what he was doing. But that movie was pretty much in silence for the longest time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that was like rumored long before they made uh, Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I definitely would like to see him in that role. I'd love this. I'd love to see him in a Marvel movie. Yeah. I don't know who he could play, but I would love to see him come over to Marvel too. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Very true. Um okay and then now we have stuff that's not superhero related.
1: What? No we don't.
0: But <laughs> some good stuff in here. Um so okay, I I no, I'm not I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. I missed the boat on this cuz I was too old at the time. Uh but Barney is making a comeback in a movie uh produced by Mattel Films and Daniel Kaluya. I hope I said that right. I'm sorry I know you're listening.
1: Kaluuya maybe?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's the lead from Get Out, and he played a character in Black Panther of one of the the tribal mm. leaders.
1: Oh, he's that guy. He was like the rhino trainer or some shit yes.
0: like that. Yeah. Yes, that, yes, <laughs> that, guy. that guy.
1: He wasn't he in Black Mirror?
0: Yes, he was in an okay. episode. Okay. You like to reference episodes of Black Mirror for Do actors? I? You did it last week. Too.
1: Oh well, whatever. it's cool. It's, it's, it's fine. fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we (laughs) agree. I don't even think you've watched the show, but Yeah, I have. Okay. Like A season. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. Um, so yeah, so I guess they are in the early stages of creating a Barney movie, and it was quoted that the project will speak to the nostalgia of the brand in a way that will resonate with adults while entertaining today's kids. Mm. And that came from a representative for Mattel Films, Robbie Brenner.
1: I just, I don't really see a reason why they need to make a Barney movie. It just doesn't make sense. It's, there's no, it's not good. He also
0: said that they will surprise audiences and subvert expectations, which is very standard talk yeah. for.
1: Oh, it's going to be great. We're
0: excited. You're yeah. going to want to see our movie. Yeah. Right?
1: I don't give a fuck about your movie. Sorry.
0: Yeah. So, oh, sorry. unless it's live action and, and it's a t-rex. Barney <laughs> is a psychopath serial killer who yeah, okay. goes on a rampage.
1: I'm definitely interested then.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right? Now it sounds good.
1: Now it sounds good.
0: Like make it like a joker tone, but yeah, Barney.
1: But Barney. God, I hated fucking Barney. I always got so mad when I heard that song come on on the stupid TV. Yeah.
0: You hated that he loved you. And then when you found out that you loved him, it just pissed you off. <laughs>
1: I just hated his voice. I just, we are
0: not a happy family, you son of a bitch.
1: About it, I just didn't like it at all. This probably speaks to yeah. I I, I never.
0: I, I obviously was over that age of Barney, but I I can relate to thick and dinosaurs are cool.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. I
0: I never met a purple one.
1: Yeah, I feel like he's but, not real. I don't, uh, not really you don't so think he's a real he's thing? Not a real dinosaur. Okay.
0: Uh, so. All right. That's that for Barney. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that'll probably be at least a couple years away. Yeah. Um, Hopefully never. This is an interesting concept for another movie related to that concept of Barney. A movie <laughs> called Imaginary Friends. Yeah. Is It's been announced by Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski, who most know as Jim from The Office. But he also <laughs> had a debut directing a movie called A Quiet Place. Yes. Which he wrote and directed and, and started. starred in. Yeah,
1: Ambitious. with his wife,
0: yeah, Emily Blunt. Crazy. Really good movie. Really good. Really good movie. Yeah, I actually would probably suggest that. I think it's on yeah. Amazon Prime or Netflix or something like that. Hulu. It's on a streaming. It's one service. One of the
1: streaming services, maybe more than one.
0: It's on one of them.
1: You can find it.
0: Uh, and that would be a good one to watch for like Halloween time. You know, yeah. it's it's the month for watching scary movies, and mm-hmm. that's a really good one. Yeah. But yeah, so they're they're in talks to want well, talks it's already established they are going to make this movie and the the pair are currently in negotiations for the fantasy comedy at paramount they paramount beat the likes of sony and lionsgate in a bidding war for this picture uh so basic synopsis of this movie is going to be
1: it's going to be um rand reynolds and it follows the story of a man who can see and talk to imaginary friends, and as a result, he befriends many of those who have been forgotten. However, some of the imaginary friends are void of love and friendship, and they turn to the dark side. And Reynolds' character must step in to save those who turn evil. So, yeah,
0: that's an interesting concept. That's a huh? really interesting. That's concept. a really that's a really clever take on the, the imaginary friend concept.
1: Definitely, I'm pretty excited about this. It sounds like it's gonna be so. Like
0: I'm good. just kind of curious, like what rating do you think? Do you think it's gonna be like more adult tone, or do you think it's gonna be 13? I think, think, it'll think it'll have be to be R? at least
1: 13.
0: Because, I mean, the thing is, Ryan Reynolds is attached, so it can go either way, right? It can, yeah. He's done Deadpool. He's done Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Like, he covers all ages when it comes to his comedy, so... Right. But if I'm, it's supposed I to be,
1: like, a dark tone, I think it's going to be at least 13.
0: Yeah, it's. That's I would prediction. imagine it's at least 13, obviously. Yeah. But I'd, I would like to see an R, you know? Just so they don't limit what they can do with, like, the concept yeah. of an evil... The, you know, the, the imaginary friends who have gone evil because yeah. of abandonment and all that. Yeah. Which, you know, they have a lot of clever um, concepts they, they can pull out of this for, mm-hmm. you know, themes of, True. of friendships and and how people feel losing relationships and stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure it's a while away, but you've already got my interest, so get at it. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know if they bought them... I don't think they bought them. I'm assuming it's just a contract for streaming rights. It looks like uh, Studio Ghibli is going to be exclusive to HBO Max. Hmm. Uh, and they... I mean, they make a lot of popular animation mm-hmm. movies from Japan. And I, this is like a big get. This is a huge yeah. get for, for HBO Max. Because, you know, with Disney Plus coming out...
1: They're going to need to compete.
0: The WB needs to really... Figure it out, and so I they you know HBO all that content is gonna be lumped in with the WB content for this service, which already had my interest. Yeah, it's a little bit pricier, but I think it's reasonable if they have a good amount of content on there. hmm Um, and this only adds to it. I've seen some of these, not all of them. I know there's a lot of there's a handful of these movies that are they're always coming back to theater. hmm You know, for for like short releases for people, and they always. They They always get people coming back, so I'd love to see that kind of stuff. Because I probably would end up getting HBO Max. um, Especially if the DC stuff, if that service gets lumped into it. Because Mm. I know that they aren't doing that great with that service. And I don't want to pay for a second thing for the same WB service content, you know? Yeah. Uh, So that's a little quick news for that. Um, Ghostbusters wrapped up filming October 19th uh details on the mysterious film are kind of vague but we know that paul rudd is playing a small town teacher uh bill murray dan Aykroyd, ernie hudson signal corny weaver and annie potts are going to appear in some form within the movie uh and it's starring carrie coon and finn wolfhard
1: that's that kid from stranger things yes he's yeah. kind
0: of popping he's in it he's in everything now. Yeah. yeah uh carrie coon I know her from The Leftover, or The Leftovers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really loved that show. Okay. Uh, She was really good in that. And then she was in uh, the Infinity War and Endgame movies as Proximity Midnight, I believe her name was. Proxima Midnight? Proxima, sorry.
1: The, like, super tall bitch?
0: With the horns? Yeah. Yes.
1: That was her? Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, it was her voice. I'm sorry. CGI, obviously. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I get it. Yes. But I mean... But it looks like her.
0: They actually made the character look like her, too. Yes, I know, because I saw a picture
1: of the actress, but I was just thrown off because when I saw that it was starring her and Finn Wolfhard, I was thinking she was also going to be a small child like him. So I got confused, but now I know. Yeah, Yeah, so
0: she was one of the children of Thanos in that one, obviously. Yes. Um, So those are the only things I really know her from, but I really liked her in The Leftovers. Mm I think she did a great job. Uh, and so, yeah, I I wasn't a huge Ghostbusters fan. I watched the cartoon. I liked the movies when I was mm-hmm. like a kid. I'm gonna upset some people. I probably liked the second one more than I liked the first, but that's most likely nostalgia reasoning. Because age. I was in my in my age, I was around for that one. You know, I enjoyed the Statue of Liberty dancing down New York.
2: Yeah. <laughs> higher and
0: higher.
1: higher! <laughs> Uh,
0: oh. <laughs> Jeez, you Coke. Okay.
1: Um, I think it's a really cool, interesting take on it because I know people were, like, upset about, um... No, the, the reboot, the whatever. The female yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, w-
0: which- it just wasn't a good movie. <laughs> it
1: wasn't the same. It was funny, I think, but when, it wasn't the same.
0: When you have a whole cast of comedic actors and the funniest person in the movie it's is the a supporting character... character. Yeah. Which was Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he was great. Which
1: he was really great. In
0: showed it. his ability to be a comedic actor. Yeah, uh, when he's the funniest person in your movie full of comedians, it's a little embarrassing.
1: Yeah. So, well, my point was that clearly that fell flat, and I know they wanted, to, they probably wanted to find a way to do another Ghostbusters sequel without having everyone hate it. So I think it's a really good take on it to because of what I was reading is talks it's kind of like supposed to be following potentially some descendants of the original cast, and so um, yeah, like it's, it's a cool take. To it's going to tie into the original. They're still going to be having the original people in it as many as they can, and then also have this. It's going to appeal to the younger, newer audience. So yeah, and they've done, they've
0: done the teaser where they have the Ecto one. Yeah. Uh, being unveiled under the yeah uh, the sheet and that. So, I, they're going to have nostalgia. The director is, I believe, the son of the uh, writer or director of the original. hmm Yeah. Um, Ivan Reitman was the original director. And then, so this is his son, Jason Reitman. hmm And, like, he's clearly excited to, like, do this. He he wants to revamp the franchise in general, not just because of his dad. Like, he, he really wants this to, to, to come back into popularity, I think. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, I wasn't a huge fan outside of the movies. I had I watched the cartoon. I did have the, the toy where you, the, I don't know what the fuck they're called. <laughs> <laughs> the the ghost catcher thing. You slide on oh, the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. It had this little plastic slimer that you put on top, and then you stomp on the the button, and then the door's open, and it just yeah, falls in. Yeah, It was fun. It was yeah, cool.
1: definitely. I had
0: that. I had the Ecto-1 toy car. Well,
1: actually, that's one of the one I don't know why I had
0: that. I didn't even have the action figures.
1: That um, there was a game that you and I played. Like it's one of the first few games we actually played together um, online on PS3. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, the top few uh, yeah. Ghostbusters yeah, game. Yeah, on. yeah, we did play that.
1: Yeah. that was
0: fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, we did play that. Uh, yeah. And then there was even a. I think it actually was just released on Switch recently. They mm. they had a third person single player. Oh. story one that was I think it was actually supposed to be canon within I think between the first or second or mm. the second in general I don't okay. know but uh it was a pretty good game I, from my understand and they just released it for Switch hmm. here it's kind of pricey for how old it is but but I've heard good things about the game itself so yeah Ghostbusters is making a comeback seems like it yeah for I do no ghosts so
1: coming back oh
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah speaking of coming back yeah over and over and over
1: yep and over and over
0: and over edge of tomorrow uh director has made comments that the script is done and they are just waiting on tom cruise uh to have his schedule open up so that they could start production for this movie the sequel the sequel yes um so it stars tom cruise and emily blunt the original Uh, The concept was a sci-fi space war with aliens, Mm -hmm. and uh, this soldier would die and then wake up uh, the day before, and basically the whole movie was Groundhog's Day in space. Yeah. And so he basically had to learn what he did right and wrong to get through the progression of the day to stop this alien invasion from happening, or at least beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty and cool so concept. it's kind of the idea of like he's it's kinda of like a video game. It's, it's it, yeah. i I've said this is like the one of the best not video game video game movies.
1: Yeah. It definitely just, like like just respawning. The,
0: the, the game mechanic concept of it mm-hmm. is in this movie. And so I liked this movie. I guess you hadn't seen it.
1: I didn't see it because so, we were gonna watch it and then you watched it without me. So
0: seems like something I'd do. Yep. Lesson learned.
1: <laughs> What's the lesson? Watch it with me. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs>
0: And I taught you two lessons.
1: Okay.
0: So yeah, I, I'll watch it with you again, obviously. Yeah. Um, and
1: again. And, and again.
0: again. And again. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, again, that's probably going to be a while before we see that. Especially mm-hmm. with Tom Cruise needing his schedule to open up. Yeah. He's probably training on something. Scientology. <laughs> or one of the many things that he trains on to be able to do in or his like movies. learning
1: to fly a helicopter. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. That's true.
0: Let's just hope that he never stars in a movie where he has to travel back in time.
1: And <laughs> be like, I have to discover time travel yeah. before I can do this movie. <laughs> I mean, I hope he does. Go that. ahead and
0: start production, but I need to learn to time travel <laughs> to prehistoric ages before yeah. I can... Before I can commit. Get into character. Yeah. I mean, if you can do that, please. Please By do all that. means. I would can love the convenience. Can we
1: cast him in a movie about, like, teleporting so that we can learn how to
0: teleport? Let's just start simple. Uh, <laughs> cast him in a movie about... Uh, solving the cure for cancer or Is world hunger. <laughs> well, for him.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: <laughs> you understand he's a Scientologist, right? Right, right. He's studied science.
1: Yeah, a lot.
0: A lot. Yeah. And goes door to door hoping that he can spread the word.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think they do that. Oh. That's other
0: religions. <laughs> well, then they're doing it wrong. They're
1: doing it wrong, yeah.
0: You gotta bring You got to bring the religious fight to them.
1: They go bank account to bank account instead. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> documentary to documentary. Yeah. Shunning to shunning.
1: Yeah. All right. So we have one more tiny uh, piece of...
0: Yeah. And this one, I I feel like we're just hating on China.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well.
0: I mean, I'm not, but I'm not not either. I mean,
1: it's just facts though.
0: Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> once upon a time in Hollywood... Was released already for us, like, but apparently internationally it was at least not in China yet. Uh, and so reportedly China's pulling the premiere, uh, because of the depiction of Bruce Lee within the film. And they will either not show the movie or have limited, I don't know. I, I'm
1: rolling my eyes for those of you who can't see.
0: Oh, <laughs> she's a eye roller,
1: it's ridiculous. That's literally uh, my note. Is well, I mean,
0: but is it ridiculous within the context of the Chinese government?
1: (laughs) I mean, is anything?
0: (laughs) I just, I mean, I don't really know what the big deal with his depiction was, but like, I'm not China, so
1: yeah. I mean, I mean,
0: he wasn't like depicted as like the perfect person in the movie, but like, it wasn't.
1: But no one was. The
0: movie was literally not about him. He was. He
1: was like a side character, a
0: scene, maybe two in this movie. That was it. Yeah. He was not important to the plot. It was just more of a comedic scene for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the stunt double character. That's yeah. all it was. It was not about him in any way. um So, I don't know. I, whatever. It, yeah. I, I already know. saw it. Dumb. Saw it in Murka. Yep. Once Upon Time in Murka. Yeah. So, that's that for that.
1: Yep. So, I think S- that's all we got for news, right?
0: For news, yeah. We have two movies that we did watch, Uh, four movies. Yeah. yeah. Movies we watch for movies.
1: Movies we watch for movies. Yep.
0: That should be the name of our episode. Definitely. <laughs> uh so um this is like a situation where you know, we have the AMC service, you know, the the three movies a week, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Where we are, we don't get a whole lot of movies. Selections to watch. I think we went like a couple months where we barely had anything to watch. I don't think we even watched something one month. So yeah, I was starting so to be like. We
1: almost went a whole month without watching anything.
0: I started to feel like, are we wasting our money? But then stuff like this happens, and I get reminded, like, oh, I just, why I gotta keep it? Yeah. Because we get a handful of movies sometimes that we do wanna see, and then it's really worth it. Instead yes. of paying the same price for just the two movies, yes. we get that price for up to 12.
1: Yes, true.
0: So we saw Zombieland, and we saw Maleficent, Maleficent, uh, Mistress, Mistress of, of Evil. Evil.
1: You're right. There is a sub, uh, a subtitle.
0: Uh, so we'll start with Zombieland because it's you know well not not Halloween yet, but it's Halloween theme. It's close, it's close enough.
1: Yeah. So. And we're going to do kind of like a quick run, like overview, not overview, but a quick essentially like our impressions and whether you should see it or not.
0: Yeah, I don't want to dive into the yeah. spoilers of this because it, I imagine most people haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, and plus, it's just out. kind of a movie that like, there's not a whole lot you really need to discuss. Yeah. It's, I mean, you yeah. pretty much know what you're getting into, I feel like. Exactly. And it's just, it's a Zomcom. I think they,
1: Zom-com. they
0: coined it. I think I mean, Emma okay Stone, I think, coined it that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good call yeah
0: it's fine with me so uh, yeah we'll just get into uh the basics what we thought whether we think it's worth watching and we might talk a little bit about some plot stuff but nothing that's gonna uh, spoil anything for you okay so let's start with Zombieland let's start with how do you feel the first movie how important is it To be seen before watching this one is. Do you think we need to for Mm. for listeners? Do they need to go see the first one if they haven't to be able to jump into this one, or think you could pretty much jump into the second movie?
1: I think you could probably just go see this one. There is a little bit of like backstory on the characters and their relationships with each other in the first one. Yeah,
0: I would agree. I think it's more of a situation that you get more context for you. You'll understand their motives from the first one, but at the same time. It's not important to this Yeah, I don't think
1: it's necessary, but I think it's... uh, I would recommend it. Because it it makes it better. Because if you don't understand the context behind some of the humor... A
0: lot of the jokes did rely, I think, on knowing rules from the first movie. And
1: personality traits that they don't make very obvious. They're just like, it's a known fact that this character is this way, but in the first movie they establish it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so... Uh, This is a sequel to Zombieland from 2009, I think it came out.
1: Yeah, it's literally been 10 years.
0: So it's been like a decade. So this movie has been long long overdue. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unless you don't think it needed to exist, then...
1: Yeah, I mean, or that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But for those that liked Zombieland, which I feel like it was a very popular movie at its time, Mm -hmm. I feel like it kind of hit during the early stages of the zombie craze. Mm -hmm. And... um, it made a really good art style, um, creative take on, yeah. on the zombie movie. Definitely. Uh, and obviously, it was a comedy. It was funny,
1: mm-hmm. uh, a
0: Zomcom com as stylish.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and so, I mean, this movie, I would just say it's it's more of the same. Uh, Agreed. Double tap. It's just more of the same movie, which is good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good if you really like Zombieland. Mm-hmm. You're going to enjoy this. Yes. Uh, it's bad in the sense that uh, it's a decade later and it's the same movie. Yeah. Not much has progressed in what they did with this. Um, you know, it, it it does feel dated because of that. Yeah. In certain aspects. Um, <laughs> what? What? The,
1: some of the phrases that are said—it's acknowledged. There's, it's like meta in the movie. Yes, it's acknowledged and, that you know they've got that Deadpool yeah.
0: fourth wall kind of yeah. feel to this. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the in the start of the movie they even thank you for choosing this zombie movie over yeah over others. Yeah, um, you know, like it's got its comedy. It's funny. Um, the characters are about what you expected from the first one. Mm -hmm. The plot was very weak, I would say. It's really not even really about living in the zombie apocalypse. It's just more about the group of people Mm -hmm. in whatever plot scenario they're in in this movie. Yeah. Which I don't want to give away. Um, Yeah. Not that it's anything complex. It's just, you just enjoy it more if you just saw it. I did enjoy that they added characters. Mm -hmm. They added some new characters, uh, one particularly was really enjoyable, which you wouldn't expect from the trailers. Uh, they built the world a little bit more, uh, yes. more than just the group. So like you know, you see like different aspects of of survivors, not just them. Right. And so I like where they went with that. It at least opens up for like spinoffs or even if you know whatever they don't use the same characters necessarily. You know either. Yeah.
1: It's just nice to see I, them acknowledging that they're not the only, uh, like, four people left of
0: the Yeah, world. and I think yeah. that these four, you know, actors are kind of, we probably be lucky if we see them come back for a third time, if that's yeah. the case. But, uh, so they introduced new zombies, even. Not just characters, but zombies. Which was a little weird, because they had, I think, four character types for zombies. They, they introduced the Homer, which was the dumb, mm-hmm. fat zombies. Yeah. You know, based off Homer Simpson,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Hawking was a
1: Hawking. Yeah, that was was one they a were intelligent one. ones yeah. that could
0: could get through. Yeah. you know, traps and doors to get to the to the people they mm-hmm. want to kill. Yeah, ninjas, which were just very quiet stealthy, and stealthy. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and then the T eight hundred, which was based off the Terminator. Yeah, you know, uh, which were hard to kill. They mm-hmm. they took a lot of bullets to, to put them down. Yeah. Uh, all very cool concepts for, you know, the, the, the premise was uh, a long uh, decade has passed. I believe mm-hmm. they even were, I believe they were real time in this. Um, and so the zombies evolved with the environment. Yes. Um, they didn't really show two of the four. To, like they they brought them up they they yeah. introduced them and then they never did anything in That's the movie true. with them they were just
1: the only reason they introduced them is so they could show us yeah
0: they yeah. weren't they were not even in the movie the the T800 was significantly in the movie they were like the main like yeah you know improvement to zombies mm-hmm. that they had and then the homer was there like once maybe twice for comedic relief yeah. in the background Mm-hmm. Um, but it just seemed like an odd choice to introduce these zombie types in the very first scene and then not do anything with them. Yeah. Uh, so that was one negative, I'd say. But as far as the characters they introduced, they introduced this character, uh, I believe her name was Madison. Is that correct? Yes. The, she essentially is a blonde valley girl stereotype. Um, I'm blanking on the act name but she did a phenomenal job with this character zoe deutsch zoe deutsch mm-hmm. okay she brought a lot to this movie um she i would say did the perfect valley girl yeah uh impression and she
1: was such she was so good at being the character she was supposed to be
0: i almost wish they expanded on her a little bit more i feel like they just made her character ditzy but i feel like I would have liked to see more layers to that character and how ditzy she was. Like, it was more of an act than just that was the character. Yeah, I agree. That would have been nice. Uh, so, but uh, she did a great job.
1: Yeah, that's not really the type of character I usually enjoy, but she was a really, a really good part of it, I think.
0: Uh, and then the movie, I would say, is very predictable. Absolutely. Uh, everything about it, you just know what's going to happen. Yeah. They have a lot of comedic relief with, you know, stuff in the trailers they showed. Like you know where that's going in this movie, mm-hmm. um, the plot's very simple. You know exactly what's gonna happen next, mm-hmm. when it happens. But it's overall very fun. It's it's a fun movie, and you know, as many things as I was like, this has flaws. I also was sitting there like, I'm just enjoying this, mm-hmm. and it was it was like just- I think it was only about an hour and a half. I don't think it was very uh, long. Yeah, I
1: think it was pretty short. Yeah,
0: and I was very content with with the movie. I enjoyed it. I think that people should see this if they have uh, the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you have like the, you know, subscription stuff. Or you, Definitely. It's definitely one of those movies. Uh, if you didn't like the first Zombieland, you're probably not going to yeah, like don't this bother, one. It's then. it's just more of the same. Yeah. But it, it's definitely fun for somebody who's looking for a good Halloween style movie for the, for the month, you know? Yep. So I say go see it.
1: Agreed. Definitely see it.
0: Okay. And then I guess our bigger movie we saw. Yeah.
1: uh,
0: Which I didn't even really plan to see, but it seemed like you were interested. So we ended up going and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. We saw uh, Maleficent Mistress of Evil. Yes. Which I feel like this is one of those movies that nobody asked for. Yeah. On top of the first one that nobody asked for.
1: The first one did really well, though.
0: Yeah. And I'm. When I, like that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> when I say that, I don't mean. When I said I don't mean that it was terrible and I right. it shouldn't have existed. I just mean it was one of those surprise movies that did well, but I just don't know where the idea came from to even do it.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, and I think that was probably the start of these live action Disney reboots, right? I mm-hmm. would imagine. Yeah. Um. At least early on during them. Yeah. Uh. That said, I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun, fun stuff that they expanded in this movie. Um. It definitely took a. It took its own direction from the first one, which was more of a retelling of Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. This one was more of its own thing. Yes. just using the character yes it was um, a separate it was definitely story. expanding on the universe of this character and not mm-hmm. so much that specific movie of sleeping beauty uh angelina jolie did a great job in my opinion yeah uh, i f- feel like she is this character I, agree. I feel like she's comparable to like hugh jackman's wolverine like yeah. it's just like you can't imagine somebody in this yeah, role I agree. outside of her definitely uh so where do you want to start with this how, how do you want to tackle this movie
1: Um, I have no idea.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'll just give my overall thoughts. Okay. I guess I kind of already started that. So let me just continue. So continue that. Uh, so like I said, it's probably my most enjoyable live action Disney movie, uh, so far. I, I think I enjoyed Lion King, but I feel like it was pretty safe. Yeah. You know, uh, Aladdin, I was like, I got a little disappointed with that one. Beauty and the Beast was probably the most on par with the musical aspect Mm -hmm. to the cartoon but i didn't like the movie all that much and i hated jungle book i think that was the worst of the disney movies and that's the one that everyone loves i thought it sucked yeah but so i i will say what i loved about this movie at the start okay Uh, Okay. i love that they used the freedom to show their own plot point you know they they expanded the universe they didn't just go off of the sleeping beauty stuff again Mm -hmm. I liked what they did. Yeah. So, and do you have any thoughts on any, any of this so far?
1: I'm pretty much agreeing with you. I think that it's... Uh, I, I agree that it was uh, relatively... It, there were some aspects that seemed like they were the opposite of what they should have been based on the ending of the first movie. Yeah. Um, I feel like there may be some slight explanation to that, but I can't really talk about it without spoiling anything. So,
0: yeah, okay. So, yeah. why don't we just kind of give our overall aspects yeah. then... Um, Okay, so would you recommend this movie to yes. anybody who? Is there anybody, or is there a specific market? I mean, you think? I know
1: there's certain people who aren't going to go see this movie. So if you okay. if you saw the movie, well, I mean,
0: I wouldn't have seen this movie, but I did, and then I enjoyed it. So
1: yeah but you are also like already interested in the fantasy adventure genre type situation. That's
0: true. I may not necessarily directly have a connection to Maleficent, Maleficent herself, but... but
1: the genre you would be connected to. Okay. So somebody who is already interested in this kind of genre even if the character isn't somebody you gave a shit about, I would recommend it. But if you're not already into like fantasy type movies, then I guess maybe don't bother.
0: Okay. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, the movie has a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, there's things that just don't make sense. But kind of like Zombieland, I just I came out of this and I just really enjoyed it in the mm-hmm. end. Like, it, you just have to turn off your brain, really. You just yeah. have to just enjoy it, it for go. what it is and just know that it's a silly Disney fairy tale. And if you can do that... It's a very enjoyable movie. Yeah. But I will say it also is a lot darker than I thought it would be. Yes. It had a lot of tones and reflection of of war that I did not think a Disney movie would ever go. Right. Um, so that said, I feel like depending on how your children deal with darker tone... Stuff it might not be something for kids, it might just be an adult Disney movie, yeah. Um, like,
1: I don't know, young teens, yeah. Potentially, and it, like
0: the, the story was kind of all over the place, yeah. Um, not to give anything away at the spoiler free section, but it was kind of all over the place. There's a lot of subplots that didn't really make sense or go anywhere. Um, so kids might not have the attention span for this one, yeah. to be honest. Uh, but. I feel like it's an enjoyable movie for somebody looking for something to to watch in the Mm -hmm. theater. It's not necessarily a Halloween-type movie, but, you know, it's got this fantasy theme of creatures and stuff. that You could argue it's kind of down that alley. So I would recommend it to people that just like Disney movies, uh, live-action remakes or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not really a remake, but it's in that genre of making animated movies into live action yes uh so yeah i would i would recommend it me too any, any final thoughts on this um, for spoiler free
1: i think like you said there's a there there are some problems with the movie but and overall i think it was an enjoyable experience so i recommend it
0: okay all right so we will let those who have not seen maleficent mistress of evil uh go see that or not you have our review uh but we will go on now with the spoiler aspect of this movie those who either don't care to be spoiled or or just have seen it and want to hear what people think about it yep uh with a little bit more context to the plot uh so thank you for joining uh and we will go on to the spoiler part now so right off the bat i really liked that they gave this movie a strong female cast yeah essentially this movie was just strong females and useless men
1: that's a fair statement
0: um and yeah. not to say whether that's needed or not in you know hollywood mm-hmm. i know it's like you know very controversial about what is and isn't being done with movies and genders and stuff but i really enjoyed that they had the protagonist the antagonist and a supporting actor all female all did great jobs mm-hmm. uh they stole the show and their scenes especially the one with uh, Angela and Julie and Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, meeting their, you know, the, early on in the movie, they, they meet up for dinner Yeah. because the, uh, Aurora and the prince are going to get married, which is the, the start of the movie. That's mm-hmm. the, the highlight is they, they get engaged that scene specifically. They just steal the show with, with their conversation, their banter. Yeah. Uh, you really see the tension Mm-hmm. And you, you feel for, I would say, both of them. Because you can tell where it's going, but you understand both sides. Yeah. And then, just kind of going off that, even though they had strong female leads, I feel like the men mm-hmm. were kind of underused, but not necessarily in a bad way. Like, the prince felt wooden. Like, he was pretty much just, like, puppy love. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was his whole character, was I just love the princess. Yeah. Or queen. I, I think she's I the kind queen of... the Morse. Yes, so she she was a lot more layered, I think, than he was. Yeah,
1: um, he I, had a couple of moments where he kind His kinda... was
0: basically just plot device movement, right?
1: Um, I think that there were a couple of moments where he had some personal progress.
0: Did you realize that he's not the same actor from the first one?
1: I thought he looked different.
0: That's, I was like, I don't know who this guy is. I don't recognize him. And I was really confused at first, and that's why, because he's not even the same actor. It's the same character, different okay. actor. So that was something I I didn't realize till later on. And then uh, one negative I will say though uh, is I feel like this movie kind of contradicts the first movie. It kind of takes away the whole point of the first one because they st- establish in this one that she is evil. Even mm-hmm. it's in the title, Mistress of Evil. Yeah. But the last movie was uh, she was good and misunderstood and yeah. But all of a sudden everybody just hates her again and she's evil and yeah. And uh, her character even feels like a fish out of water in the beginning where it's just like she doesn't know how to interact with people. And it makes no sense because the character had no problem in the last movie doing this. And now all of a sudden she doesn't know how to smile and fake kindness. You know, it just yeah. it seems very out of place That's true. It's a little weird. for the character. It felt a little forced just mm. for the sake of comedy.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, this awkward smile. Oh, oh funny. Yeah. So I was a little surprised that they kind of backpedaled on the character development from the first one. But I guess the idea is they wanted to go a different direction for the expanding universe of this movie. If not just the plot.
1: Potentially, yeah. Uh,
0: what do you think are problems with this movie? Um, as far as plot-wise. I, 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 we kind of said it was all over the place. Is there anything yeah. that, that stood out drastically that you really had a problem with?
1: I had... A lot of confusion as to uh, how there was a, a a place where they buried their dead that that made the the tomb blooms, but we never saw any previously existing fae that lived there with. Uh, Maleficent. All of the other fae had been chased off to this underwater slash whatever cave thing.
0: Are you talking about from the first movie, or just in this no, one? No,
1: just in this one.
0: I'm not familiar with what you're talking about. Then
1: in the there's the field where they're picking all the yes. tomb blooms from. Yes, and they say that those are from when they they bury their dead. Yes. Now that I think about it, maybe they're just saying they bury any fae. It's not just Maleficent types.
0: Yeah, they were just saying okay. anything. Yeah, I just they're, they're all considered fae from what I understood.
1: Yes, I fucked that up in They're my just head.
0: magical In people,
1: my mind, whenever creatures. we were watching it, I was thinking it was only the Maleficent style. And then no. I was like, well, why? I mean, why? that's
0: that's kind of a big plot point that I don't really yeah. get. I feel like that's what contradicts the first movie. Because the whole premise, it seems, is that this movie has the... Her whole race exists still, and Mm -hmm. she didn't know this whole time. Yeah. And supposedly they're at risk of being attacked by humans. Yeah. At their isolated island of...
1: Island, cave, oasis thing. And it just
0: doesn't make any sense that... If she doesn't even know they exist, how the hell do humans know that they exist? Yeah. And how are they going to get to them?
1: And if they live that close by that they would just see her flying away from the castle, then how have they not, like, interacted with her before? Exactly.
0: It doesn't make any sense. Especially since they see her as this, like, shrine esque character. Yes. So, I. The plot, I feel, is kind of all over the place. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer plays the the villain, and Mm -hmm. uh, I actually never saw the previews for this movie, but I guess they already gave that away in the previews, that she's the villain, which I was kind of shocked, because I figured that would have been like a... I thought it was intended to be the twist in the movie, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is a very predictable twist, so I thought it was kind of disappointing in that aspect, but... Mm She did a great job with the character. It yeah. just seemed that the motives of the character didn't really make any sense. It was like, essentially, she was upset because she came from a village yeah. that saw the Fae flourish while they were essentially starving.
1: They had a famine or some bullshit like that, and then they could see over the fence or whatever that the Moor, the, people, the the people, Fae and the Moors were flourishing, and they had all the things that they needed, and so she's like bitter at the fae. Yeah, so the she was she existing. was just
0: entitled is from what I Yes. Basically I got out of it was she's entitled felt entitled to their stuff. Yes. And was mad that they didn't just hand it to them. Yes. And her brother went missing and so she decided that they And so she
1: decided they killed it. And they don't
0: yet. even expand on that, which I thought was kind of weird. Like I, I thought they would have done something with that where there was like a a, a moment of of her realizing her her mistake and Misunderstanding what happened or mm-hmm. or him being alive or something. They just don't cover it. It doesn't exist yeah, in this it's movie. kind of like weird. Uh, it just seemed awkward. So she had weak motives for this movie. And I also would have liked if her motives were tied directly to Maleficent, not just like, oh, the I don't evil. like Faye for some yeah. stupid reason. I thought it was going to be something similar to the first movie, was a direct tie-in to her backstory. Like, something happened with Maleficent that impacted her life directly, and that's what the personal vendetta was.
1: That would have made more sense. Because
0: it seemed like she just didn't like Faye in general, and she was taking it out specifically on her rather than everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say this. I think Michelle Pfeiffer was the goat of this movie. Oh, yeah? The greatest of all time. she the
1: goat of the movie? (laughs) That's not wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, that's my final kind of yeah. thought on that character. Yeah. Um, we kind of talked about Maleficent already. Um, so Aurora, she kind of had a smaller role in this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously, it's not her movie. Yeah,
1: like she was in she was on screen a lot, but it was uh, kind of like she had her she did stuff.
0: have a lot of screen time, but she didn't have a huge plot point. It was more yeah. I felt like her character was more for the audience to follow so that they could see both sides of the spectrum and kind of her struggles with being accepted on both sides, like finding her place in the world because she felt like she was tied to both.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um so she was the most relatable character to to the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and then, like I said, there's the the prince who he felt like he had no depth. Uh, he was basically just her love interest, and
1: I th- I feel like yes, he I mean, was minimally. Um, it wasn't effective. his story though. Again, it, it wasn't his story. It wasn't his story,
0: yeah. and like I, it wasn't a bad thing. It just was a notable thing, I guess. I would I say. I did
1: like though at the part in the battle where he like picks up the sword and has it to the guy's throat, the fae guy. And he's like basically taking a stand against this war bullshit. He's like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't want to do this. I'm not here for this. Yeah. Can we not? Yeah. <laughs> I would, they thought he, at least he had some statement that was relevant, you know?
0: Yeah. And, um,. You know, there's other characters that are like much smaller roles. Uh, I don't know how to say his name, D- Diavel. The- Diavel, D-
1: yeah, the, the crow. crow yeah, uh, is it crow w- or raven? I can't remember.
0: Uh, uh,
1: it doesn't matter. He was blackbird. A, he
0: was a blackbird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, or a black bear.
0: And you know, they made him. <laughs> comedic relief to an yeah. extent. He, yeah. he didn't have a huge role. He was really just there to give Maleficent somebody to talk to in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, he was essentially a human most of the movie. They mm-hmm. they had some unspecified reason why he was turned human and not able to turn back.
1: Because she, her power turned him into the bird.
0: Yeah, but I just, I think it would have worn off at some point or she could have just turned him back.
1: Well, was he talking was, about while while she was I in the I guess it was thing? when she
0: was when she tried she to away. leave and then was yeah. attacked. So
1: They were both yeah.
0: Uh okay, I don't mean I it was obviously just a plot point to give that character, you know, to take away his abilities as a bird to do whatever yeah. so that he could I don't even know. He really didn't do anything in the movie. He was very useless. He was and,
1: kind of like more Again, support. another
0: male character that didn't do much
1: yeah he was moral support
0: but yeah and I felt bad for him he did a great job but I felt bad for the character because you know again the the dinner scene like they're feeding bird and (laughs) it was so uncomfortable uh, like I felt uh, bad like is he gonna have to eat this like please don't make him eat this yeah thankfully they don't End the scene with, with anybody eating, yeah. But it was very uncomfortable to think that he was gonna have to eat a bird, yeah. Uh, and then King John, which was probably one of the smallest roles in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, fridged very. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fridged. He basically took the, the role of Sleeping Beauty in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. You're to believe that Maleficent is, you know, is the, the cause of this. And then, you know, the, the twist happens where, surprise, surprise, it was the evil villain queen who masterminded the whole thing and was building an army behind his back. I didn't really understand the whole idea either because like what was she building the army for? Because there was nobody to really attack.
1: She wanted to take over the Moors the
0: fae. but they weren't really an army they're just you know what i mean like they didn't seem like they were going to be much of a threat so it didn't seem like she didn't need i
1: think she had plans in her head
0: okay it just seemed like another plot point that was just forced in there to have an excuse why they can fight against the dark fae or whatever they're called right which is maleficent's race right race, yeah And it just seemed like it was a huge coincidence that they were building a defense against this race that they didn't even know existed, you know, Mm -hmm. outside of her. Right. It just seemed very, like, convenient for the plot device. Um, Connell, I think, was the, like, basically the top army guy for The the peaceful
1: one, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I guess he wouldn't be considered army. He was. Like, he was
1: like the leader of the the Fae group.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was like their leader. Yeah, their top guy. I felt like he was an unnecessary character. Yeah, he in was general. literally just
1: there to save her he, twice.
0: He had very little like conversation with her. Even I feel like it was just like, this is who we are. We've been around. Mm-hmm. We need your help. This is your backstory that you didn't know until just now.
1: He was there because they needed somebody on I'm either side of her shoulders. Gonna
0: sacrifice for you. Now you have to do something big with this moment. It just seemed very unneeded. But that the whole movie, like I said, there, there, there's a lot of plot being pushed into this movie that I feel was either intended to be set up for later movies or just they didn't know where to go with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like his character just didn't need to exist. And then along with that, you know, they have the other side, like you said, the Bora. good and bad on her shoulders kind of was what they were meant to be. Mm-hmm. Bora was, the whole time I'm expecting this character to be evil. Like yeah. he's like the counterpart to the queen Mm-hmm. and in the end he's just, he's a good guy who mm-hmm. was he just, just trying to fight motives, for yeah. his people but mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily an evil thing if anything he was justified in his actions based off what happened right and i feel like they didn't really do much with his character they could have done more with his character development he
1: was very like one-dimensional I think. yeah
0: it was it was like a flip of a switch and he you see that he actually isn't bad yeah which they felt like they were trying to push that he was, but he wasn't.
1: Did you recognize that guy, by the way?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I About halfway through the movie, or his existence in the movie, yeah. I was like, oh, I know who the fuck he is, but yeah. who is he? Yeah. And then it hit me. He was the villain it's in Deadpool. Francis. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, so
1: funny.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's good to see him getting something else. I don't feel like I've seen him in a whole lot uh, since Deadpool. I know mm-hmm. he's been in stuff. But I can't think of anything. Um, and so that character specifically, I, I'm kind of curious if they do intend to do another movie, if he's going to be in love interest or something.
1: I know. I was thinking that, too. I'm kind of
0: like, I'm wondering if they're trying to set him up as a, a character for mm-hmm. the next movie. Um, but that's if they're even planning to. Who knows? I think this movie had a budget of like, $200 million, I think.
1: Oh, a lot considering Um, how much they made
0: i mean but that's not surprising because this movie is straight cgi like there's a lot of green screen filming of this movie and it shows Mm -hmm. um couple more characters actually before we move on Mm. so this character i don't even know what the fuck her name was the ginger uh, servant lady of the queen
1: gerda was her name that crazy little Uh, redhead i
0: literally have my notes. I don't know her name. <laughs> sure I could have looked it up.
1: Yeah. Wasn't worth but it. But her
0: character was so weird that and shit un- crazy. And like it just I don't know what the point was other than to have somebody
1: to be, a be terrible later yeah. on yeah. for one scene. I think that was the point.
0: Uh I'm just gonna say this. hmm I'm not saying gingers have no souls. <laughs> but, but this she didn't. one isn't helping that scene. It's thing. not
1: helping the case for sure, yeah. Uh
0: she just seemed to hate everybody. Yes. Uh, I feel like she reminded me of a gender-swapped Pinocchio who got turned into a real girl <laughs> and hated it.
1: Yeah. That's, like, yeah. the whole
0: movie, she just looks like she's just hating everybody. Yeah, that's true. She had this evil death stare. Yeah. This, you know, and then this is kind of where the tones of, you know, we we spoke earlier, the, the really dark tones this particular scene she essentially is uh creating a gas chamber
1: yeah she's murdering all of his uh for all
0: people. of the the fae mm-hmm. uh who think that they're there to be a part of the audience for the wedding mm-hmm. of aurora and the prince and no they are legitly a reflection of dare i say like the holocaust
1: yeah
0: uh you know they, they are straight up just prisoners who are going to be murdered for the sake of just being who they are. Yeah. And she's the one who's doing it. Um, Very, very insane that they... I was really shocked they went this route with this movie. Uh, and that's not even the only, like, tone. Like uh, This other character, the... I, again, don't know his name. I I thought he was Rumpelstiltskin. The whole oh, crap. Fucking, I
1: forgot his name. The He's whole a fucking pixie, movie. That I thought little... he was.
0: I thought was supposed to be Rumpelstiltskin.
1: <laughs> the little pixie guy. Yes, yeah. he was
0: basically like the Nazi scientist yeah. character for yeah. her. You know,
1: but who was like weaponizing research like of raised them. Jewish and like turned into Nazi scientist. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, basically, was, and uh, he was probably the most lazy character I think they put into this movie because they didn't give anything other than he's just here to make the weapon, mm-hmm. and then after he does that, everybody's cool with him. Yeah. Oh, you're cool. You're you're the victim too. Yeah. After you just straight up murdered one of the Fey just for the sake of testing your new weapon, mm-hmm. and then killing a lot of. Them with it later on, mm-hmm. you know, indirectly. But it just seemed like it, it, the whole plot point was like, "Oh, I, I'm a servant or something of the queen," and she's like, yeah. "No, you're a fairy," and he's like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a fairy!" Like, yeah, he, you just forgot. I don't understand. That's weird. Uh It just they, it seemed like a very lazy character. Again, for the sake of a plot point, point, uh and then the the godmothers I think sucked too. Ugh. Actually, they, yeah, they, they I guess they were the good. counterpart. To that side, the the face side, they were just so unnecessary in this movie. Yeah. They were just... I think they were meant for comedic relief, but they weren't that funny. Yeah. And they looked terrible. They were... This movie was gorgeous. There was a lot of quality CGI in this movie. They were not a part of it no they looked terrible in it fact really i bad. feel like if i remember right i feel like they looked better in the first movie than they do in this one
1: i think that's right uh
0: so it was lacking in some aspects uh the, the just in general the fake character designs some of them were just hideous in general mm-hmm. they felt like they did i feel like this movie had a lot of brainstorming that they just ran with and they didn't really it was like first draft brainstorming that they just ran with for concept yeah, designs like, yeah, they just like oh works. we got it and they were just meant for filler to say oh, oh, there's more species in this world Mm -hmm. than what we had in the first one. Because there was more than the first movie. You know, another one was that porcupine character who had this subplot that literally went nowhere. Yeah. It was, I'm going to go get captured. And then that was it. I was just captured. meant nothing to the plot. I thought it was going to be something related to Aurora finding him or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Because yeah, or I guess it was a her actually. It was a her. It, yeah, I thought it was him most of the movie. I only found out at the end it was a her actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this character just gets captured, and then I'm thinking that Aurora's gonna find him and or her, and that's the whole reason why she finds out the evil plan. But no, it was she finds that out on her own, and then doesn't even acknowledge that he's even there. Yeah, like, she's there. Yeah, see, I can't even remember that it's a she. Yeah, but it doesn't even look like one. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of. Useless characters that I feel were just for the sake of plot building. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she had like this romantic moment at the very end with the mushroom boy. Yeah,
1: that was it weird. It was very weird. And very confusing. I was
0: like, that literally looks like a child.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand what's going on. I know
0: I had to have some level of disbelief because it's a porcupine and a mushroom yeah. being, but it just seems very weird that you're making them have this romantic moment at the end. Anything you wanna to add to the, the creative side of this movie? The, the the visuals, the
1: I really, really, really liked the I think I assume prosthetic that they did for Maleficent's like Jaw or not Jaw. The cheekbones. Oh, the cheekbones. That. That's like I, the
0: big talk of the
1: Yeah. The first movie I was like, this is kinda of dumb, but like it grew on me and I really liked it. I thought it They looked.
0: were very distracting. Yes. But also looked really they good. They
1: looked really good, yeah. And the horns looked good. I just everything about her character was really great. I mm-hmm. I think the the makeup and whatnot for that kind of thing was really cool. And then um the other thing that I liked a lot was the um crow beaked bear oh yeah that was a nice that was a nice yeah
0: it was a payoff it was a nice payoff for a joke that was was a subtle joke in the very beginning of the movie and it
1: was funny too because it's like oh cool she's turning him into a bear how sweet and then it's like nope not just a bear it's a fucking crow bait a bird bear bear. a bird bear (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it was better that way i liked it a lot i
0: shall call him bb yeah (laughs) yeah that was a nice payoff uh When she turned him into a bear, when she finally shows up at the end and, uh, you know, goes to save the day. Which, you know, it just... uh, This movie was all over the place. You could pay attention to where it was going. It was predictable. But I feel like they really needed to narrow down to better motive for the villain and a simpler route to how they got to where they got. Because it Mm -hmm. seemed like it was just a lot of convenience and lazy storytelling. Yeah. Uh, And I I feel like it was all intended just for story building for the universe if they want to continue. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I feel like I saw something about, I think it was making like 30 something million off the first weekend 33 or, or
1: 36, I think. Um, I feel like I saw that.
0: So, and it took number one. So for the first weekend, it overthrew Joker and Zombieland. Um, yeah. it, so it did the best, I think this first weekend it's release. I think it was about 200 million for the budget, which is high. I feel, feel like at least for this kind of movie. It just felt like a Disney Channel movie that it could... You know, it could have been... I don't know. It... You know what? You know what would be better actually, hmm. if this movie was a Disney Plus series. Oh, okay. If they turned this character into a series, they gave a whole season to to develop these characters' motives and their 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 layers. To you know, I think they could have done really well with this. I mean, we established last episode that Disney is giving the movie budget treatment to these. That's true. To these shows, hundred fifty. This was two hundred. I mean, they probably could have cut some of that budget if they really wanted to.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Especially if they're doing, like, episodic. They probably don't need as huge of a budget for the CGI. hmm So it just, it felt like a movie that was just all over the place. Uh, enjoyable, though. Yeah. I, I, I had it. a great time, but I do feel like it, it was kind of a hot mess in the sense of where the story was, the reasoning for what was happening, just... You Know having to just rely on going with the flow rather than I don't know, just there's things that I felt, even though it's a, a ridiculous fairy tale movie, I felt like there was things that like just common sense didn't work for me, yeah. And I know that's probably a problem that I have, and not really so much for the common person, but um, the simplest I can define this movie is it is a fairy tale children's version of the red wedding from game of thrones
1: okay that's fair
0: it's i mean even the the weaponry yeah a the chemical they made was red right I yeah. mean literally in that sense it was a red wedding mm, yeah it was during a wedding and yeah um it just felt like they just took that plot point and just made it into this fairy tale world mm-hmm. not that that's good or bad it just seemed like it was a, a happier version of that
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, Which that kind of is part that too bothers me with the sense of how dark this movie was. Um, the whole concept of that chemical weapon was it, as far as I was aware, killed the Fey. Yes. Right. It was iron was mixed with whatever Timber. seed from that yeah. flower, and that's what made these chemical warfare they used. They kind of contradicted that because they they imply that it killed them, it, which in their version of killed it just it took something and it made them that in the real world, but not living.
1: Yeah, the idea was to. It's killing the fae because it's just making them into a real plant.
0: Yeah. So like the example they gave was um, like a little, what are those little grass weed?
1: Dandelions?
0: Dandelion. Yeah. So the first example of it was he tested on this little fae creature that looked like it had a dandelion body.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: When he used it, it literally turned into a dandelion and he just had a dandelion in his hand now later on this is actually probably one of the best scenes in the movie when they are being attacked in the church with the gas you know the gas chamber scene we'll call it Mm mm-hmm uh, the three godmothers almost get hit
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, by this gas, which is being released by an organ-playing yes. device. And uh, this tree fay character, which they've showed a few times in the movie, which I think was probably one of my favorite characters, even though he was barely in this movie. I feel like they get a lot of character with him yeah. just based off what he did in this one scene. Yeah. He sacrificed himself to protect them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the blue godmother then sacrifices herself to save everybody else by flying into the organ and blocking the last gas chamber
1: right so it could
0: explosion
1: blow any more bombs out yes yeah
0: and uh so they they show that basically combust into a giant flower Mm -hmm. uh throughout the organ and that what stopped it from it clogged it essentially now later on they try to make a play on this which does bother me because it contradicts the whole idea because you're to believe that that she's now dead yes later on they have this little scene where everybody's happy the the end of the movie happened the 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 villain is beat and the wedding is still on and she is wearing her dress and the the other two are arguing whether it should be yellow or red whatever i believe those are the colors they were
1: it was yellow or green. Yellow no. or green.
0: Pink or green. Pink or green? Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> they were colors not blue. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the dress turns blue. And then they go and they, they pan over and the flower is in a pot. And it's implied that the, the blue one who sacrificed herself used magic mm-hmm. to change the dress. So she's not dead.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. I didn't understand that part. I- so
0: that I thought was very contradicting and took away. <laughs> I think it would have been better how they had the two arguing over it and then they both come to the realization that they should make it blue.
2: Yeah.
0: In honor of her. I agree. That would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. So I just thought in that sense they they really dropped the ball on the tone of this movie being they wanted it to be dark and gritty, but they also wanted to have it be a happy fairy tale ending. So yeah. it just, you really need to commit to one or the other. Yeah. But like I said, I enjoyed this movie. I probably wouldn't watch it again unless there's a sequel. Then I'll probably catch up on it again. But I enjoyed my time with it, but I feel like I probably wouldn't see it. Again,
1: Okay.
0: Unless I had a convenience at home to watch it.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. I would watch it again at home, but I don't mm. think I would go to the theater again.
0: Yeah. Basically, this movie could have existed without it being Maleficent. They could have just made this a new character, and it would have been a great movie.
2: hmm
0: But that said, she did a great job as the character. I
2: agree.
0: I just feel like they misstepped with the backward peddling of the character development that they did in the first one.
1: Yeah, that was confusing.
0: But I would recommend this to anybody who enjoys the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Really, you don't need to have seen the first one, I feel like. No, you don't. I feel like they kind of catch you up on that with, like, a brief story as to, like, oh, she's just seen as evil even though she was a hero after the last movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anything else to add?
1: I think, so. I think we pretty much covered, a, like, a lot.
0: Yeah, we did. So yeah. that that's it. Okay. So you're recommending it? I am. Okay. Okay. Now I had brought up earlier that I had a couple questions for your interview that you apparently had big news on
1: oh yeah
0: yeah so i I thought it would be fun to prep you for that interview
1: okay
0: now that we got all of our work out of the way let's have some some play okay so i just want to make sure you're ready to go for this interview you know
1: yeah absolutely
0: these are obviously gonna be important questions that are standard if not should be standard at any interview of course so let's get you prepared for that promotion who are your Heroes, not just heroes, superheroes.
1: Oh yeah, who are my superheroes? Yeah, I mean, Deadpool is one of my favorites. If you want to call him a hero, he's okay, like, he's like an antihero or whatever, but he's okay. still usually a hero. Okay. Um, and then Thor's pretty badass.
0: Okay. Yeah. So Deadpool and Thor.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, writing that down.
1: Okay.
0: Well. I'll score you at the end and I'll let you know if you passed and if you're getting the job or not. Okay. And I'll call your boss. I know just to give you the job. I have not bothered bother with the interview, you know? Okay. All right. Question number two. What unique movies can you bring to the department?
1: Unique movies? Um... <laughs> Do, am I creating a new movie idea? No, no, no. Oh, okay. My
0: Movies that exist, but, like, oh. are not just, like, something boring. and like, oh, okay. everybody's, like, go-to answer.
1: Got it. So, like, movies that I can... Like, watch. you
0: can't just be, like, Endgame. Oh, okay. Because it just came out, and it's, like, okay. the most obvious answer right now.
1: So, what movies can I provide? Maybe.
0: Something unique, obviously. Something, something unique. that most people wouldn't think of that you think would be a great contribution to the department's success under your control
1: fantastic mr fox
0: that's definitely a you movie (laughs) speaking of which i should watch that with you sometime yeah you should i feel like i saw the ending and i was like wow i saw the movie so
1: it's not the same it's such a it's (laughs) such a good movie
0: is it fantastic
1: it is it's quite fantastic okay and foxy
0: okay so there's a lot of sex involved huh (laughs) no (laughs) the foxy fantastic fox
1: (laughs) that's the porn version yeah
0: (laughs) <laughs> well, you're doing okay so far Oh yeah? Well, give me one more One oh. more
1: movie? Okay um, Yeah, because
0: I said movies Right, you yeah, one. I was thinking
1: about it in my head And I wasn't sure if you were going to call me out on it Okay, so another unique movie That I could bring To ensure my success in the department Is that what we said? Yeah, okay. what
0: unique movies can you bring to the okay. department?
1: Um, what's another movie that's good? Um, I... I hate because we just like shit all over him earlier, but I have to say The Departed because it's one of my favorite movies.
0: Well, I mean that's got nothing to do with your opinion of what he said about a movie. I know, movie. I know,
1: but it's uh, it's ironic, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I know you're not as huge of a fan of that.
0: I uh, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I didn't I don't, hate it. I don't know
1: it. why, but I'm like obsessed with that movie. It's, okay. The and the the plot and ending and all that shit is just like bananas. No. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Well, let's just hope at the end of that interview they don't tell you that you are departed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or shoot me at the end of the elevator.
0: <laughs> well, they could still do that and say you are departed.
1: They could, but I wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> but the audience that's
1: would. That's true. Is there an audience?
0: <laughs> I don't know because you're yeah, dead.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. Nobody knows. Lesson learned. Yeah.
0: All right, we're getting up there. All right, what are your strengths and weaknesses? to survive during a zombie apocalypse
1: yeah i kind of i knew there was something else there oh yeah yeah uh you caught on to the theme so far i was like hmm okay (laughs) so my strengths is i'm a really good planner so i feel like i'd be really good um at planning out a base and like a a, an area of defense oh yeah
0: that's true you would just get onto sims no (laughs) and build a house
1: i mean (laughs) that was an option yeah yeah, but no (laughs) I feel like I would be good at, like, planning out, like, logistically where things should go to make it the most efficient layout and, like, the most...
0: Okay, so you'd be Negan. You'd be, like, you'd be in control and make sure nobody overthrows you.
1: No, no, no. I just want to be involved in, like, designing the layout. Like, I don't want to be in charge.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You just seem like you were power hungry.
1: No, 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 no. I I would not want to be Negan at all. I would want to be, like... I don't even know of a character that I would want to be. I I think I would have a lot of input, and I could be a lot of okay. a lot of. Help. Full
0: disclosure: This is not the Walking Dead apocalypse. This is just a any, zombie apocalypse. Any
1: zombie apocalypse. Okay. I agree, but you brought a me a, in. So. I was
0: making a joke okay. because of the, how you answered the question. It well, seemed like I don't you know were what very. Character? No, was... oh. Wanting to be in control of, of how yeah. everything's organized. Yeah, it I would. very negan That's
1: not what I was trying to say at all. I just was saying that because I feel like I have a good handle on after seeing all of these different zombie environments and movies and TV shows and whatnot, I mm-hmm. feel like I'd be really good at figuring out how to design the base out of materials that I'm given to okay. make it the safest possible Okay,
0: so that's base. strength. What about weaknesses? What, what, weaknesses? what would you suck at?
1: Good. I would not be able to run away. Like, I'm... That's true.
0: You'd have to, like, get in a car. I guess you established. You would just...
1: Yeah. I would just drive.
0: You would just drive yeah. away from the zombies? Yeah. You wouldn't take I'm a space not, horse? I'm not
1: athletic in any way. So, that would be my weakness, is I would be, I would struggle with anything, okay. like, physical. So,
0: the rule of cardio would just not exist in your...
1: I mean, I would I would have to try to establish okay. that I could do those rules, yeah. but I can already know you that could
0: have the rule of carry a weapon that can knock the kneecaps of anybody around you.
1: Yeah. If and I then have... they
0: would get you the opportunity to get away from yeah. the zombies. If
1: I can have, like, a hula hoop that has, like, razor blades pointed out, I could just go, like, shh, 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 and then, yeah. it, like, just, like, shh, slice everything in half around me. Yeah. It's not a very realistic weapon, but.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's dangerous for yeah. you. You better be good at hula hooping. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to stop it? Is there going to be, like handles that you can like it eventually
1: like, just stops going if you yeah stop moving. you just
0: have to wait till it stops yeah to get out of it physics. and leave
1: yeah
0: <laughs> you better hope the zombies are patient yeah okay uh where do you see yourself in five years as a gamer girl
1: <laughs> uh hopefully having finished the witcher 3 wild hunt <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a very appropriate answer actually
1: because it probably will take me that long.
0: Is that <laughs> including all DLC? Yes. Okay.
1: Five years—that's a reasonable estimate, right?
0: I—I <laughs> I don't know. I've I'm never actually started the game. Not
1: even sure how far in. I mean, got you're
0: that definitely game. selling not play the game. No,
1: it's really good. <laughs> It's so good that I want to keep playing it, but I'm just, I got really bogged down the first time when I started playing it. So, you know, I started playing twice. Remember this? I started playing. You forgot how to play. No, I didn't forget the first time. First time is when I went, started the program, my training program Mm for work, for work slash school at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't have time to focus on it. So I was like, well, I got to give up on that for a while. And I was like, balls deep. Like I was like doing side missions and I like knew what I was doing and I was like, okay, I'm getting the hang of this. And then I gave up on it for a while, and then I started playing again, and I was like, nope, this is complicated, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Because at that point, I was, like, leveled up to a point where I had these skills that I didn't know what the fuck they were anymore. So then I gave up again, and then I tried, like, a month later, and then I've been slowly kind of, like, trickling in, and then, now I'm at the point where a couple months ago I went and I got, like, The Witcher 1 on PC, because I was, like... Their series is coming out. I read all the books. You got
0: pretty slack happy with this shit. Yeah,
1: I read all the books, and we have the
0: second one on like 360. We do. Yeah, we have the second one, and I was like, well, I
1: want to start from the beginning because that's the only one I haven't seen. So I started that, and it's like, but like the story is really. I just want to get through the story. Like the graphics are obviously garbage compared to the newer one and all that. but they're good for their time. Whatever. Gameplay is a little hard because it's on a PC and it's like clicky and weird. And
0: yeah, all the clicking with the buttons and
1: yeah. So Mouse. yeah, quick, so quick, in click. where do I see myself in five years as a gamer girl is hopefully having finished the Witcher 3. And, Wild and DLC. And DLC. Which
0: I hear is actually bigger than the game itself.
1: <sighs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're that's right. That's what I heard. You're right. Because as they started coming out, I would see it pop up as like a mission available and it'd be like required level 35 or whatever. And I'm like, well, great. I'm a nine. So that's just going to sit there for like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it sounds <laughs> so, like
0: five years might be yeah. on the fast pace. It's a
1: really fun game. If I can ever like make myself, I just, it's one of those things where I don't want to like log in and start trying to play for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, I need at least a couple hours need, like, to dedicate to like it a, at a time. A
0: two week vacation that you can.
1: Then the not leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Pizza rolls just like appear <laughs> on here. a plate next yeah. to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. God,
0: that would be the life, right? It would, right? Tom Cruise, get on that.
1: Yeah, figure it out.
0: Okay, so next question. Okay. Two employees get into a dispute at work. Oh my God. Regarding the best Ninja Turtle. How do you approach the situation and resolve it?
1: You know, what's hilarious is that it's, that's a legitimate question that's probably going to be asked. That's like a thing. Uh, so regarding who the best Ninja Turtle is.
0: Yeah. The, 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 the situation that you're.
1: How do I resolve it?
0: You have to resolve a a dispute between two employees who are aggressively.
1: Aggressively debating. Debating. Yeah.
0: What Ninja Turtle is the best do of the I know, group?
1: Do I know which... Uh, well,
0: there's four of them, so you have no, four options. I know,
1: but do I know which ones There, Do I get to say, well, whoever chose Raphael is correct? Or whatever?
0: Okay, I mean, if you want to jump the question... Oh. There was a second part I oh, was going okay. to ask after, which okay. is, lastly, who is the best of the turtles? Which was the joke to throw you under the bus... I see. ...that you have to answer correctly.
1: I see. Uh, well, Obviously
0: not my doing. It's your boss's doing. Because right. he's the one asking these questions. Are yeah. you Googling who the best turtle is?
1: No. Because
0: you should just fucking know.
1: I'm not Googling it. I wanted to see...
0: Uh, You're uh, not going to be able to do this in your interview, by the way. You can't just look things yeah, I up. Yeah, you can't just
1: look things up. Um, So in order to resolve an employee dispute about who is the best Ninja Turtle, I would have to have them... Uh, present their case to me each individually, so I can get both sides of the story to re- hopefully resolve one on one or
0: or in front of the other person. One on one. Okay. Yeah. So you'd be like a moderator. Yes. Okay. On company hours or off.
1: Is it relevant to my job?
0: Well, yeah, but in this scenario? I mean, they're also not gonna be. Uh, okay, it's fine because.
1: They won't be doing it's their job. It's work jobs. related
0: issue. So it's a work
1: related issue, so yes. HR
0: would say it.
1: It's, it's one at a time. On so clock. one of them's doing their job while I'm talking to the other one and then okay. I swap them out.
0: Okay. That's a pretty good resolution actually. Yeah. So who is going to who's going to win? Who is the best turtle?
1: Well, I mean, I don't know what they were determined. It
0: doesn't matter. You solve oh. that. Who's the best turtle? I don't Do You want the job or not?
1: Okay. If I have to choose the best turtle, I'll go with my childhood choice of Donatello.
0: I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't have. (laughs) If you didn't, I would have called you a fucking liar. (laughs) And you would have got... I would have called your boss right now. (laughs) I have him on speed dial. I would have said, you don't hire this son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) My son of a bitch. Yeah,
0: you're a son of a bitch right now. All right. That's a pretty good one.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, not, not Donatello. He's probably the least... I mean, I probably would have picked, like... Splinter, or what? even the robot turtle. Before I picked Donatello, but it's fine.
1: That's hella fucking rude.
0: <laughs> what is that robot turtle's name? I don't know. Oh, God, I love that cartoon. I have like the box set. I should start watching it again. Um. Okay. What are your greatest achievements?
1: There's no dot 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 to that
0: What about trophies?
1: Okay. <laughs> um
0: You just can't wait for the second part, huh? You just have to have it all at once. Yeah. You're more concerned with the, the fun question than you are the actual answer of the question, huh? Uh
1: so like legitimately trophies are or uh, achievements are trophies that I have achieved on consoles? Or
0: However, you interpret the question. Okay. That's part of the interview. Okay. let us know if you're me and your boss. It lets us know if you're worthy of this position. I see. If you can handle Mjolnir while working.
1: <laughs> well, <While> working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, okay. I, if I'm not mistaken, there was a trophy on PlayStation 3 when we played Saints Row 3 about killing a certain number of people with the purple dildo bat. And that would be my favorite I believe
0: that was true.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite trophy of all time.
0: Okay. Yeah. But that's not an achievement. What's an achievement? Okay,
1: achievements. I think the achievement I'm proudest of is on, I want to say it was Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Is that the first one? I finally got the 100%
0: that was the third game yeah yeah the second finally, one had that glitch so we never I got i finally
1: got the 100 percent fucking missions or whatever it was because i finished the whole goddamn game of course mm. now there's dlc that i haven't touched but yeah at the time yeah, achievements now for at that at the time it was fucking Spoilers. great so yeah i was really well you of still that.
0: have the platinum technically if you beat the game yeah but it's 100%. not playstation
1: so i don't have platinum it's not like a Okay, yeah okay yeah. I, whatever but I still have the beating whatever, the game, whatever Xbox
0: yeah. considers the achievement the completion. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was proud of it because it was the first game that I literally like 100%ed because the, the first two games of that series or the remake series whatever uh I beat the game but I didn't get the fucking achievements because they didn't pop. So.
0: Yeah, it, like it was too, they didn't pop like they were hot.
1: Yeah, two glitched fucking missions yeah. pissed me off so. Um, I'm sure there's something cooler, but I can't think of it on the top you of my head. You hear that,
0: Square Enix? <laughs> Fuck you.
1: Yeah. Fix it.
0: But continue making games. I'm looking forward to the Avengers one. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's only one more question. Okay. Uh, so far, you are passing.
1: Passing, but barely.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, you're barely legally passing. Okay. Uh, if offered this position... Do you plan to save before you quit your next jo- or your last job? Your current job. <laughs> Which is it? Which, <laughs> is it? Which is it? Your current <laughs> job. The job you have currently yes. while applying for this of one. Of
1: course. Like, save every 10 minutes. You don't want to risk losing out on stuff.
0: Okay. So your answer is yes, you would save before you quit your current job. Yes. Okay. Second part to this question. Are you sure?
1: <laughs> yes, I'm sure I want to save before I quit.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Very responsible yeah. and professional of you.
1: Yeah. It's...
0: All right. Well, let me just calculate this. Is there math involved? Um, I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, you wouldn't understand because you don't have the job yet. But right, that's true. Once you get at my level and you're interviewing people and letting their bosses know if they're worth it. Mm-hmm. I, I told him I didn't want the position personally. I I just wanted to interview you. Yeah. I expect them to pay me for it, though.
1: Yeah, well, good luck with that. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you probably shouldn't take the job then if you're not going to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's... I
1: meant for you. I don't
0: think that's called labor what's well, labor i don't think it's called paid labor yeah might be a little bit of a old school method of
1: <laughs> old school method yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: dare i say forced labor
1: yeah sure
0: <laughs> to put it lightly yeah okay well uh, according to my uh data you uh barely passed <laughs> good you got a 60 percent mm-hmm So
1: So I need to work on my answers
0: I mean your answers were good Except for that Donatello thing (laughs) I think that was probably the only one That, That was the one question that was worth more than everything else Yeah Without that question you probably were hitting like a good 93%
1: Gotcha But you said if I hadn't answered that you would have called me a liar Right? Is that what you said?
0: Lesson learned the adult world is rigged, baby.
1: That's true. I keep <laughs> saying that, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> so I think you're in good standing if you can confidently prove that Donatello should be the best Ninja Turtle. Okay. I don't know how you're gonna do that, but I mean you will use science somehow. Yeah. You'll 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 invent some kind of technology to to prove it.
1: Yeah. Well, we we'll have to work on that.
0: Either that, or get Tom Cruise to figure it out for you.
1: Yeah,
0: he's got he's you know he's a Scientologist, Why so both? he could do some research using science mm-hmm. and figure that Bad out. That money, yeah. Maybe he'll practice being Donatello for a few months and mm-hmm. then film a movie, giving your boss inspiration, like Scorsese does. Yeah, that Donatello is the right choice. Therefore, your answer is right. Therefore, you are competent for this position. Yeah. We can only fucking hope, though, right? So, yeah, I, th- I think you're on good standing. Um, so, anybody listening, just uh, write in. Let us know if you think that she should get the job. If not, what are what are some things she can improve? you have any practice questions for her interview that she can do for the next job that she hopefully will get if she fails this one because of that Donatello question? Fingers crossed she doesn't.
1: Yeah. Hopefully they just don't ask that question if it's so risky.
0: I mean, I can try and talk to your boss, tell him not to ask it, but he might be suspicious. Yeah. So, but yeah, write in. Let us know your feedback on the on the interview process So uh, if she needs to work on anything. The email again is dtfpod at gmail.com. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. This has been episode three for dissecting this fiction also known as DTF sure is because we are DTF and you should be too
1: thanks for listening
0: we are out